1: This week in League, after being a $500,000 joke all season, Adam Blair is finally suspended for pulling someone's leg. Speaking about
0: jokes at the Tigers, Tim Moulton's signed a three-year deal with the club.
1: Or has he? Which West Tigers old boy is up the ante on John Hopawati and Robert Louis in the battle for worst person ever? Allegedly.
0: And we'll review all of the action from Round 19 of the 2012 NRL season.
1: All that more, this week in League. Welcome to episode 96 of This Week in League. I'm Nate. And I'm Glenn. So, 96, I just see that 96 and go, fuck, it's very close to 100 and we haven't done a goddamn thing as far as what we're going to do.
0: I've done heaps of stuff.
1: Okay. Life. In my mind.
0: Yeah, we want to share it. Yep. Go. Okay. Pop, Pop and Crystal at fucking Jay Z's club in New York. Yeah. Yep.
1: Who's paid for it? Jay Z. Cool. You got him on the line yet? No. That's.
0: that's, that's that's the sticking.
1: Point. Is there any possible way you're ever going to cross paths with him? Um, I'm a pretty good stalker, but not that good. <laughs> so in other words, we've got. It's probably absolute, not going to be in New York. We've probably gotten fucking nowhere. Or Vegas, on the other hand. Oh, okay. Vegas is a different story than New York, is it? Who's probably paid for that? not
0: going to be there either.
1: Oh, okay, cool. Unless Las Vegas happens to be a suburb of Brisbane. So you've um. Okay, so you've ruled a couple of options out. Do you want to fucking let me know what you've ruled in? Uh, drinks,
0: finger food, and a cake at a pub somewhere. <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> what kind of cake?
0: A cake that I'm going to organise if we get enough people to come along. Maybe we should
1: sell tickets to it. Yeah. And give the money to charity. Maybe. We could do that. What do you think? Yeah, we'll let us to... know what you reckon. We'll have to find a venue or something. And what we can do is just going to be You're get we are the man together. for the venues, we're, not man. Do, we're not going to do like a live show or nothing. We're just going to like just do like a just going to like get-together, right? Yeah, like a get-together. So we can eat cake and get drunk and eat food. Yeah. Eating cake and getting drunk isn't exactly something that goes together, is it? Fucking bullshit. Anything goes with cake, man. <laughs> Especially if it's chocolate cake. <laughs> but yeah, we could probably do that. Um, I mean, whether we actually, you know, we charge charging people to do that shit, or it's just, you know, it's something we organise and people can rock up or whatever. We need to fucking think about it, because it's only a month.
0: <laughs> yes, we have a month to get our acts together.
1: It's like in the middle of And August. right at
0: the moment... We're both feeling a little bit under the weather. Exactly. We're both wallowing in our own self pity and giving each other self-pity. zero
1: sympathy. Yeah, I'm not wallowing in self pity.
0: Yes, you are. You've to- done nothing but talk about how ill you feel since I got you. Yeah, but I don't. Anytime you shut up was when we were eating that delicious dinner.
1: I don't fucking pity myself for that, though. It's just, you know, it's just something to be dealt with, like, you know, Tuesday nights with you like fucking every other no, trial you should and tribulation in my take life.
0: Shroom tech immune.
1: Yeah, it's, the only, it's one of the only ones I haven't actually taken and I, you know. Well. You're sick too, motherfucker. Do you take
0: Imagine it? Imagine how sick I'd be if I wasn't taking that.
1: Okay. All right. And Just last saying. week, we were, last last week we were um the the well you know not every one person yeah. trotters, which is and I was yeah. like an info it was like an infomercial at the start of the show. Shut yeah, trotters. No shit, you dumb can't. Of course, it's fucking. info. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny it sounded like that, because that's exactly what it fucking was. This is how it works. I want to break it down into simple terms for motherfuckers so they understand what's going and on And when here. we say motherfuckers, we mean... Valued Devin listeners. <laughs> yeah, Devon Head. And uh, everyone else, you're not that. You're valued listeners. You fall into the opposite category. Um, now, what, happen- what the situation is, is this. I mean, apart from the time it takes to do the show each week, which we both prepared. We were prepared to write that time off. Like then there's, there, are other, there are other tangible hard costs that are going to running of the show such as the hosting and stuff like that. Yes. That shit's not free. No. And so we, you know, for three years, I mean, we've been pulling it out of our own pocket. Damn straight. it'd be nice to, you know...
0: Merchandise costs, etc.
1: Merchandise, yeah, exactly, exactly. So basically, people, when you buy merchandise, that that all helps offset the cost of the hosting and stuff. And if you buy any of those things from onnit.com as well, we get like a cut, I think 10% or something like that, you know, and which does go towards, um, you know, paying the hosting. Quite well, yes. So, um, so go and buy some and
0: use the code TWIL.
1: Yeah, and if you're if you're a um like if you're into like fitness stuff, if you're into working out, uh, if you're like you know doing CrossFit or you know shit like like if you're exercising hard, running, uh like distance running, shit's awesome. I mean, Alpha Brain is something that can benefit anybody. Uh, you know, like office job, anything where you need focus, concentration.
0: Unless you're really, really stupid already.
1: It's not. Like I want to say it's not like limitless. No. It's not going to turn people... It's not, if you're a Gronk already, it's yeah. not going to turn you into some fucking high-rolling pimp, all right? Yeah. It's not an anti-Gronk antidote. <laughs> no, no, I wish it was, and maybe Shroom Tech anti-Gronk will come out in the future on our <laughs> suggestion, but it's not on their blueprint just, this, just at the moment, okay? Um, you've got the four main products. You've got the Alpha Brain. That's obviously a cognitive-enhancing uh, supplement. You've got the Shroom Tech Sport, which is my favorite one. Basically, it just lets you work out harder. It, kind of, it feels like it improves your ability to, um, to you know, suck in oxygen when you're breathing it just feels like you know you, you you uh you don't gas as easily that's that's probably the easiest way i could say it um stream immune is basically something that uh, helps rise up your immune system to stop you getting sick like i am now and it's and much to my detriment it's the only one of their products i haven't actually had yet um and the other one is new mood which is um yeah, there's a lot of grumpy cunts on Twitter lately, and I mean, I might as well segue straight into that. New yes. mood is something that basically, uh, it's a mood enhancer. You know, uh, people would take things like uh, uppers and stuff like that, like clinical, clinical drugs. Obviously, it's not going to be something of that kind of power, but mm. it is certainly that um, something that uh, can lift your mood, uh, just make you feel a bit better. And my fucking God, Twitter lately needs it.
0: Hasn't it been just a cesspool of bitches Moaning and fucking carrying
1: on like taking indesized. shit way
0: too seriously. Settle the fuck
1: down. They just need to they need, need to rename it to something else. Imbo. How about that? <laughs> Imbo fest. Um I can't I still really still continue
0: p- my love affair with Twitter and there's some fucking amazing people on there. I love it. Jeez, there's some cocks. Yeah. Yeah, and and, And, you know what? You know what? There's even some people that are normally rational and logical people that I really enjoy interacting with. Just lately. For fuck's sake.
1: Yeah. Settle the fuck down. I mean, if I had to draw a line on when shit started getting crazy, it was probably either in the lead-up to or the immediate aftermath of the third Origin game. And we'll get to the the preview
0: of the... uh, Manly
1: Dogs game, but
0: oh, isn't oh, it ramped up
1: in me. advance and, of that? But I mean, Manly Dogs, that, that shit's been going on all year. And even before this game was like, you know, it's, you know, been going for a couple of weeks now and it's just been building up and it's been getting fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Like some of the shit. Well, once um,
0: full-time Monday night came, oh. it was like, right, hey, next game. Sweet. Dogs Manly. Initiate <laughs> Gronk process.
1: Yeah, but I mean, even the same the same thing happened with um the, the East and South game. Mm. and not only the, and not only that it was a bunch of gronks going at it the fucking roosters club sanctioned that shit yeah and they they, they had this whole campaign on on um social media like oh you know love to hate south and all this sort of stuff and they were actually endorsing like, it in, indor- encouraging that sort of shit yeah so um you know just remember folks just
0: saying next time someone gets bashed or there's a fucking riot yeah or a massive all in at the footy it's because of twitter so we we'll fuck down <laughs> I
1: don't know about that but I just think people need to realise that when you're on Twitter it's a public forum and um, you know we train we're good you and I we're good but some of these motherfuckers out there <laughs> you might say something to the wrong person and you might run into that person in real life and when yep. you run into that person in real life you might stand like sort of 10-15 metres back and look for, like white as a sheet you know for fear of fucking personal confrontation <laughs> with those people that you fucking antagonise for because year, your keyboard
0: like, the cord to your keyboard just hasn't quite stretched that far from your house to the footy
1: and, and I'll be perfectly honest I mean I've been hitting the head with a keyboard before I know what it feels like <coughs> you know what I'd much rather be hitting the head with a keyboard than with a fucking shin or a fucking <laughs> fist because quite, I had I did it for a, a stunt thing for like a, a video that we were recording at work and um and let me tell you it's nothing there's nothing trust me keyboard warriors bring your fucking keyboards <laughs> bring your keyboards it's not gonna it's not gonna it's not gonna save you from the person that you fucking antagonise and like you know we you know we got pretty you know thick skins I mean we put ourselves out there every week on the show so we don't really give a fuck about you know people giving us shit back because you know obviously we give a shit and show and everything you know. But
0: We've got the perfect forum to, to dish it out, and I like to think that we're uh, fairly adept at taking it too. Yeah. Uh, but there's some people on Twitter that like to sling it, oh, don't like to cop it. Massively. Massively. And I say once again, settle the fuck down.
1: Exactly. Just love each other, everyone. Be good to each Give other. Give each
0: other love. <laughs> Maybe a little grope here and there. Maybe a little touchy-feely. Some oil. A little bit of whipped cream. <laughs>
1: Okay, let's hit some news. No, I'm, I'm laughing about something Glenn said off air. <laughs> Not certainly laughing about this very... Hilarious,
0: serious, I tell you. This is a very,
1: very serious story indeed. Former player Craig Field has been charged with murder. He's been remanded in custody on the charge of murder following an alleged fight at Cliff. Uh, Grievous bodily harm charges against Field 39, a former Rabbitohs captain, and his friend Sean Fathers, 41, were upgraded when the man they allegedly hit, Kelvin Kane, died of massive head injuries. Police allege the three got into an argument at the Kingscliff Hotel on the far north coast while drinking on Sunday afternoon, but it wasn't until the pub was closing around 9.15pm that a fight broke out in the car park. During the brawl, Mr Kane, a farmer fell and hit his head, causing a brain hemorrhage. When paramedics arrived, he was unconscious and members of the public were frantically performing CPR. He was rushed to Tweedheads Hospital, where he spent Sunday night in a critical condition, but with no chance of recovery, his family made the heartbreaking decision to turn off his life support yesterday. Um... We go on to say uh, the police uh, superintendent said that there was a confrontation during the afternoon and evening at the closing of the hotel It moved to the car park where it took a violent turn. They knew each other. It was one significant punch that led this man to fall to the ground and hit his head, which caused significant injuries. Uh, Shortly after the assault, they went to Fields' house, arrested both men. And, um, yeah, there you go, man. (laughs) Fucking hardcore story.
0: Probably comes as no surprise to you, Nathan, that I've got a big mouth. And this is something that's been identified by my wife.
1: Numerous times. Many, many times. Me, my wife, your other friends' wives, pretty much anyone who's ever crossed your path. Yes, or listen to this show. Yes. So we're talking like literally 10,000 people out there (laughs) that have identified... A a week. That you have a... uh, Yes, please go on.
0: And uh, my wife, as I said, has identified this and she's... uh, I also have a fairly uh, ordinary temper. Yes. Such, and a lot of people are aware of this. Why, it was only half an hour ago when you were telling me about an
1: altercation at work. Yeah. It just, just, it happened today.
0: So, um, and I do get called angry quite a lot of the time. I don't know that that's overly accurate, but I do give people um, some fairly unadulterated sprays at times, and and I say it's warranted, but also it can lead at times to situations escalating. um. And my wife's advice is, someday, somewhere, somehow, you're going to end up in some, giving someone a spray or getting into some sort of physical altercation, and someone's going to, you know, there might be more than one person involved on the other side. She goes, I'm not trying to diminish your manhood or whatever, just saying, there's a chance that someone could crack you, you could get hit in the wrong spot, fall the wrong way, knock your head. Yep. Dead. Yep. And you see it all the time. I just, is it really worth it?
1: Exactly. you know if oh, it
0: gets it, escalates to a point I've probably talked myself into and out of more fights than I care to remember yep. but if it escalates to that point and a guy dies yeah. and he leaves his family behind yep. is it is it really fucking worth it exactly what could they possibly have been arguing about exactly you know I mean I don't yeah. condone I'm sure there's fault on both sides to to the fact that people have been asked outside to, to settle things you know sort things out or whatever but when you think of the end result and I know, you know, when tempers and, and you know, things get um heated, it's hard to, to think logically, but fuck
1: hell. You know, a guy's dead. Exactly. He's actually left his family behind. Over something that probably wasn't anything fucking massive. But what what could be worthy of that? It'll it'll mean it'll, it'll it'll come out, um, you know, as the case takes place and everything, it'll come out and I would be very, very surprised if it was anything more heinous than like you know that guy telling Benji that Lockie was better than him yeah you know I mean? it would probably be something fucking stupid like that that's escalated to the point where it, you know and I feel, I feel bad for, oh, I feel especially bad for the victim yeah and and his family
0: but also Craig Field and, and the other gentleman. I mean I, I don't know exactly what's going on but you know what are their families going through you know they're going to have yeah. to be accountable for their actions but they're going to leave people behind too yep you know yep. loved ones and kids and Wives and all the rest of it, it's, what a fucking horrible situation, it's just, it's so frustrating, you see so much of it, you go out and people get, you know, a few drinks under their belt and think they're
1: Dolph Lundgren. But here's the thing is, we, like, you and I are of a similar age, and like, I don't remember. You're fucking way f- older than me, did i about fucking two years, if that, older than you. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, exactly. And I, in our day, I mean, I don't know what, you know, where you were partying when you were 18, but like when you go and even, even back when I was 18, even like the valley was like, you know, a fucking shithole that you'd, you'd, ra- you know, you'd rather avoid. Yeah, it's but changed cheap. Uh, but even with people getting in fights and stuff, I just don't remember this incidents of people getting fucking hit in the ground and hitting, hitting their heads and, and dying and shit. Yeah. It's chicken steroids. Must be. Well, people's, maybe the human, you know, skulls evolving to be more like fucking eggshells. Maybe. But it just like, seems to be more of a thing, not just today, but like, you know, let's say the last five years, than it was, you know...
0: If 15, I can say once again, ago. Nathan, yeah, settle the fuck down.
1: Exactly. People, just fucking calm down, all right? You Listen know? to this show. Have a laugh. like in, in, Have in, in, a bit of a
0: laugh. Feel the love.
1: Smacking, Grope each other. Smacking Get someone a bit someone of oil. The pub.
0: Bit of whipped cream.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Smack someone out of the pub. Sorry, I'm sorry to tell you, you, you angry small people, not going to make your dick any bigger.
0: Definitely not. Definitely not. I've tried all sorts and, uh, of ways to uh, make it as, bigger, as, but it's, as it's as not your, happening.
1: As do your Twitter people, you know, your e-penis can be as big as you like, but I mean, when it comes down to it, if you're ever fucking so lucky as to find a woman, it'll be like feeding a tic-tac to a whale, and guess what? Surprise, surprise. It's like a sabloy in a hallway. All that shit talking you were talking about on the internet, it's not going to fucking make her feel any more <laughs> any more satisfied <laughs> at what you're given. <laughs> so just calm down.
0: I think the motto of this story, once again, is settle fuck down.
1: Exactly. Suspension news. i got no good news this week. Fucking literally no good news. Suspension news. South Sydney's goal of finishing the NRL top four is going to take a massive hit with Isaac Luke facing a four-game ban. The Rabbitohs and New Zealand star was hit with a grade two dangerous throw for his 17th minute hit on Sean Kenny Dow two dads, in last night's miraculous win over the Sydney Roosters with two non-similar offences in the past two years adding to his loading Luke faces a four week ban if he challenges the charge and is found guilty or a three week ban if he takes the early guilty plea which I suspect might be the way he ends up going um, also in suspension news, Sam Cassiano, he is going to fight his Grade 2 careless tackle charge. He was placed on report for the swinging arm which floored Fui Fui Moi, Moi in Friday night's big win over Parramatta. Cassiano uh, doesn't have a lot to lose, I think he's going to get a week anyway if he took the guilty plea or fails to beat the charge, so either way, he's, I guess it's worth it. Um, but if his appeal is unsuccessful at Rugby League Central uh, tomorrow night, as we're recording it, uh, he'll also grab another 95 carryover points on top of the one-week ban, so he's going to be very close to the win for another suspension in the future. Look,
0: they've, uh, it's that time of year where you know clubs that are, are vying for spots in the top eight and, more importantly, in the top four, um, such as Seuss and the Dogs, are going to probably roll the dice. With their key players, if they are in trouble at the judiciary to try and beat the charges, yep. but it is a pretty strong risk. You know, Luke is is an in, integral part of of what Souths doing at the moment, and uh, he's playing some good footy. And you know, for him to be out for you know even one extra week, if they find themselves in a bit of a hole, and he's gone for an extra week as a result of contesting the charge, and same for Cassiano, um, you know, it could have a, a pretty detrimental effect to, to where they position themselves in the top eight by the end of the season.
1: Yeah, definitely. Both sides, pretty, I mean, you know, they're not the only players that these sides have. I think, you know, Luke's far more key than Cassiano is. But Cassiano, he's, he's just playing well. He's having a solid year.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, just on their, their individual charges, I don't know what
1: I don't, I don't know that Luke's got any real grounds to appeal anything. No, no. I th-
0: Cassiano he- definitely has a case to, to make there but
1: given his history and everything Luke needs to take that that uh that guilty early guilty plea and cop the three weeks take it like a man because you know it's not the first time he's been done I mean yeah. he's got a long history yeah I think he's going to go for a row regardless Cassiano I mean I guess depending on how you you know how you feel about the Bulldogs it tends to be the way that I've seen on, on Twitter <laughs> you know the way the lines go I mean generally Bulldogs fans are like oh he's falling into it you know but you know that's why they have careless charge you know sure. they don't have to say it doesn't have to be deliberate you don't have to mean it um, and you I think it was pretty unlucky in the fact that,
0: you know, if you look at where the impact would have been made had Fui stayed on his feet, yeah. it would have been nowhere near the head. And the fact that it all happened in a split second, yeah, it's hard to I um, think you look at I think to so you, you look at
1: the result of it as well. And, you know, he was, uh, you know, dude, was, he was rubbed out for the entire match. Yeah. It's a um, fucking effort to knock Fui out. Fucking exactly. Not exactly. It must have been a, a bit of a sledgehammer that he threw there, but um, yeah. Yeah, I guess we'll see what happens with that one. And like I said, he's got no, uh, there's no real downside to it. Uh, he can either take an early early plea and get a week or fail to beat the charge and get a week. So mm-hmm. it's really just carryover points. And I guess at this time of the year, he'd just be like, you know, one week, you know, zero weeks is better than one week, no matter what the cost and, you know, you may come to regret it down the road with, if he ends up with ninety-five yeah, carryover see, I points mean, there as
0: well. But you know, if the dogs w- were to make a charge to the grand final and he uh, and something a similar incident happened in the preliminary <laughs> final or something.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, yeah, he could just do it. He could he could do another another high tackle and get, and get two weeks instead of one with ninety-five yeah. carryover points. Exactly. Injury news: The Bulldogs. While we're on them, injury blow with uh, Dean Hallatow has been ruled out for eight weeks with a ruptured medial ligament. Uh, he suffered it in uh, Friday night's win over the Eels, and he won't be back until the second week of the f- of the finals. In that case, um, also. Doggies Trent Hodkinson is out for the season with a shoulder injury he suffered playing New South Wales Cup at the weekend. Uh, So a pretty poor year for him. I mean, he sort of lost his place in the side after he had a knee injury. Came back off the bench in rounds eleven and twelve. Hasn't been seen in first grade ever since. And uh, now he won't be at least for the rest of this year. Uh, What's the go there? Yeah. Well, the
0: dollars he's earning. Des
1: didn't. Des. The reason why dog is because Des didn't want him because Cherry was better. That's the reason why he was allowed to leave. And and he's been proven right there. But.
0: Chris Keating's playing half back for the Canterbury bankstown Bulldogs.
1: Yeah, I think the uh I, I think it's I think the, Des
0: needs to settle the fuck down. I think I
1: think the uh the what would you call it, you know, the emergence of uh of Reynolds perhaps has uh has kind of masked, you know, Keating <laughs> like Keating's deficiencies. Fucking
0: Hodkinson <laughs> on one leg's better than Chris
1: Keating on five legs. Yeah, but there you go. He's been in New South Wales Cup and now he's out for the season. Uh, who else we got here? Ashley Graham. Uh, he suffered a small ankle fracture in the Cowboys' win over Melbourne on Saturday night, so he's out. And uh, so that brings Khalifa Fifi Law back into the side, and that's for his fifth game of the season after playing the full season last year and playing for New Zealand as well. So uh, he's had a certain second-year syndrome big time. Definitely. He may even be the winner if we have a second-year syndrome award. <laughs> I think he'd have to be close to the winner. Um, who else we got here? Luke Kelly, 5'8th for Parramatta. He's been all right since he's uh, moved up to the yields. He's going to miss six weeks with a fractured eye socket. Um, he's uh, going to do very well to play again this year, given the Parramatta aren't going to get anywhere near the finals. Uh, looking at six weeks, there's so seven weeks to the end of the season. So, yeah, uh, he won't require surgery. He's just... Uh, Got to sit it out, basically. Dangerous injury, too. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Jared Hayne, you know, he won't be returning uh, early uh, this week against uh, for the game against Melbourne. So, uh, he's still suffering from that foot injury. Uh, who else have we got here? Dale Copley, up to six weeks with a fractured leg. What is it with the Broncos and their fractured legs? Yeah. Uh, J- Jack Reed, same thing two weeks ago. And uh, now Copley's got it as well. Yeah. Um, is it very early on in the piece. Do they the need a milk Morris. sponsor? Broncos. Don't they? Don't they? Uh, he's expected to miss four to six weeks, which uh, opens the door for uh, Lachlan Maranta or Aaron Whitchurch to come back in this weekend and uh, take his spot.
0: Both of whom have done pretty well in their limited opportunities for the Broncos in first grade.
1: Yeah, Moranta's probably uh, been, been a flashier, flashier player, yeah, and he's been training uh, on in uh, Copley's left-wing position uh in the build-up for this Titans clash, uh, he says I'll be he'll be available for the Broncos finals campaign though. So uh, it's a fractured fibula, um, similar to Jack Reed, they say. Okay, and uh, that's it for injury news. Fucking, there's a lot of injury news. They're i mean, dropping don't dropping like flies. Don't often like to report on injury injury news, but um, but I just there so much. Keith Galloway's out I, for well, at least. Yeah, this and what week? happened to yeah? what Shoulder
0: happened AC joint? I remember I, I think saw it's him, three
1: weeks. I saw him leaving the field in that game, and mm. um, yeah, so he's out for a little while. And that's actually going to move Adam Bre- Adam Blair to prop. Yeah. I think. She's his best position. Soft up front. Tigers. Please. Adam Blair. My God. may as well put a fucking crockenbush up there. Is that like a blue waffle? (laughs) You had to fucking go there again, didn't you? The blue waffle thing was hilarious too. And how many people, I said, people don't listen, clearly they don't listen to what I say. I mean, I clearly said, don't Google
0: it. I've never listened to a word you've said
1: in three years. Yeah. And I said, don't Google it. You were there. You heard me say, don't Google it. And so what happens we get tweets going oh, I, I definitely googled didn't it. Google it I googled it You
0: did shove it in my face though
1: Yeah I did shove it in your face though because you know you, sh- you had no- And
0: then you put your pants back on
1: Yeah exactly Alright now uh, next thing Tim Moulton got a new deal to back out of uh, there's a bit of a... The story that I have here in front of me, there's a bit of a wambulance uh, story for Tim Moulton saying that, you know, he's uncertain of his future, made his form uh, be shit, and now he signed a three-year deal, he's going to play well again. You know.
0: Interesting in that story, he also admits that the uh, the Cogra experience, um, where he went down Scaram- in Coggera, and um, didn't he cop it? Yeah. And rightfully yeah. so from the Dragons fans, and uh, it did affect his game that night and his confidence thereafter, and uh, he's shown a few glimpses... In, uh, in recent weeks, but hopefully with a, a bit of more certainty over his future now, and he's not going to be reneging on any more deals, he can uh, yeah, put his best foot forward and
1: start playing some decent footy for the Tigers. And the beautiful thing that I take away from that story is that um, fans, you can destroy players mentally. So fucking, if you've got a player you don't like and he's playing against your team, comes to your home ground, just give it to him you could you could actually fracture their brain <laughs> reminds me of the episode of Simpsons back in like season 2 of the Simpsons in the early days when they had the when Mr. Birds assembled the softball team with the ringers you know <laughs> and you got the Daryl Strawberries on the on the side and Lisa and Bart go Daryl, Darryl Daryl, and he's I know he's a professional sportsman just rolls right up his back the camera switches to Daryl Strawberries just like a tear rolls down his face <laughs> 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 same thing happened at Cogger with Timmy Moulton
0: there you go made him on um, loves to tell a story about, he's a big Broncos fan And uh, there was a game at ANZ Stadium up here before they moved to Lang Park God, that um, was a shit place to watch footy Yeah, yeah, very, very ordinary um, But he, he loves to tell a story His most hated player was Scott Goulet, of all people Why? I, I don't know why, he's a strange man But he does like to tell a story about how he uh, fractured Scott Goulet's brain in the fact that every time that poor bastard got the ball, he was just screaming at the top of his lungs, giving it to him about how shit he was. Yeah. And um, at the end of the game, sort of, Scott Goulet was out on the, towards the wing. Yeah. And there in the front row, just like giving it to him. And he's sort of giving him a bit of a look like, what the fuck did well, I ever do to you guys? <laughs> Scott Goulet of all people, if you're going to hate someone, I mean, hate on someone with a bit of talent.
1: Exactly. God, I play for the Dragons, motherfuckers. Exactly, exactly. I can't really think of I dragons. mean,
0: who's very nearly, like, in the same boat as Tim Moulton?
1: Yeah, I remember seeing... I remember Can seeing see uh, I remember seeing tears from Mark Gazzini when... Um at uh, at Brookvale Oval when uh, Manly beat the Dragons in the semi-finals in uh, in the first round of the finals in 2008, and that was the last game before he we went over to to go to rugby, and so a massive chant went off in the hill. You know, saying, you know, fuck off to rugby, and yeah, and there were some tears there from him as well. And I'd like to think that it was you know in a small way it was because of us, but it was probably because he was like hugging his teammates and shit, and he realised probably because he had was going on.
0: away to a, to a foreign land where people smell, and he had to wear a pink jersey
1: everywhere. <laughs> yeah, exactly, or well, uh, AKA the. Uh, the the New Zealand Warriors women in league strip. That's probably the closest. That thing was classy. To that was a classy piece of work. It was almost
0: identical. The Stade Francois jersey. Yeah. Uh, with the purple franja panties on it. Yeah. Give me a break. <laughs>
1: Recaps. Okay, let's look at the action from the last round of NRL action, and we kicked off Friday Night Football with the Canterbury Bulldogs 32, defeating the Parramatta Eels 12 in front of a crowd of 31,102 people at ANZ Stadium. Not a bad crowd for Friday Night Match, really. Definitely. The points, they came from a double to Jonathan Wright, double the Josh Morris, also tries to Josh Reynolds and Ben Barber. Nodos, I almost said Captain Snooze, Nodos, Christian got four of six on the goals. Parramatta, they had uh, two tries, one to Ryan Morgan, one to Kencio, two of two conversions to Luke Burt. The Benny
0: Barber show rolls on.
1: Very very Benny Barber show-ish in the first, well, it must have felt like, you know, sort of 10, 10, 15 minutes, wasn't it?
0: I put a bit of a call out um, on Twitter in regards to Benny Barber's form over the last sort of four, uh, say, month of football. Um it was probably a couple of months, really. Yeah. And I said it wasn't a million miles away from what Jared Hayne was putting together back in 2009, where he's, he's still living off. He's still eating off that.
1: Yeah. Um, and the responses were generally from Canterbury fans, shit, yeah, we agree, from everywhere else going. Yeah, but there was Paramatta other people, like, there know, was other people
0: saying, no way, Jared Hayne.
1: Yeah, Parramatta fans saying that. Yeah. And other people didn't
0: respond at all. Yeah. Um, I, <sighs> I wouldn't be surprised if he takes out the M if he keeps this up. Yeah, Much like be, Jared Hayne did.
1: He'd be accumulating some points at the minute.
0: Definitely. He's fucking untouchable. Yeah, I like Josh Morris too. He's getting that absolutely. He but he's just getting that aura about him when he does run the ball back or when he's in and around the ruck, teams almost get paralysed yeah. trying to wonder what he's gonna do and the next thing is he's, he's gone.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I'd I would be inclined at this point if I were uh if I was a a, a half back or a five eight saying I'd I'd be inclined to just find the line, kick it dead. Yeah. Just nullify him. I mean teams have done it in the past to players. Perhaps it was to to Hain or maybe it was Billy Slater. But um you know why why put yourself through that? You know open yeah. field open field spectacle if you if you don't have confidence in your team's kick chase just fucking put it put it over the line. Put it dead. Put it dead. Whatever you got to put do. It, you know do it a touch and goal. You know better standing start at the 20 than it is to you know get him fucking cuz he's going to get over the 20 anyway. Yeah, unless you're you, you know you it's an attacking bomb or something like that, and you know I still don't think that his demons with the bombs are completely uh, left him yet. I think you know, given enough pressure, you know he can make mistakes, and he did in this game as well.
0: But the thing is, I think teams are, are also a bit worried if they do put a bomb up, yeah. and he does catch it, yeah. and their chase isn't so good, or yeah. their guys overrun the ball.
1: Yeah, away. Yeah,
0: broken field situation, and he carves yeah. you up, and, and you're back to square one. It's yeah. interesting. You mentioned Morris. I think. Um, between Barbara Morris and Josh Reynolds, they're doing this spectacular stuff, but I want to give a bit of a rap to Michael Ennis. I think he's, and, and I'm loath to rap Michael Ennis. I was going
1: to say, where the hell is this coming from?
0: I just think he's holding it together. He, he's probably got less of that bullshit in his game this year than, than seasons past. And he just seems to be, without doing anything overly spectacular or, or dominant around the ruck, he just seems to be holding it together and getting that interchange of pass and going with his first couple of strides out of dummy half um, and, and getting a, a good pass, good flat ball to the forwards to get that interchange of passing happening and, and the guys like Reynolds and Morris and Barber play off the back of that and it's all very spectacular. But yep, yep. Um, I just wonder if that's a credit to Des for, for maybe he's been in Ennis's year and and. Sort of instructing him how to be a bit better leader and in, in different ways it's, that it's he not can the team. His though, I don't
1: think, because, Sorry, I mean, it's not even about being in his ear because I mean you've seen this earlier in the season he got hooked heaps of times. Yeah, you know when um maybe you just learnt from that. Yeah, I think you know it might have yeah, kind of been like a, a real uh, brute force. Sort of attitude readjustment, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I just
0: I, a lot of what he's doing is going unnoticed, and generally he's one of the first people to talk about when you talk about the dogs. But um, he's not; he's barely being mentioned. But I think he's playing as good, if not better, than what he has, you know, for the last season or so. Yeah, I think Para again, they showed some effort.
1: The scoreline doesn't really dictate how this game actually no, went. Really. I mean, the dogs it's- did shoot out a uh, really quick start but Parramatta then they you know they clawed it back and they really got themselves back into this game they got it back to about what was it 16-12
0: yeah um, i think it was to. at one stage
1: and i think it was 16-6 at one point and then yeah said half time it was even 16-6 and then they got it back to 16-12 and they looked like that they were you know kind of building and you know what this is the thing canterbury at the end of the day they had a 32-12 win but they looked fucking terrible at times in this game for a large portion there of the game there was a big lapse game. there at one yeah.
0: stage i just i feel for the eels fans it must be such a disappointment Given the, some of the talent in that side, but at the moment, all we can expect from you know the team that's essentially going to be 2012's wooden spoon is is that they show a decent effort. Yep. Despite some of the names in the side, it's it must be very disappointing for them. They went into the season with so much hope, and and this is what they've yep. ended up with. Um, not the first time it's happened to them, but it's um, it's pretty disappointing. Just on Cassiano, I think he's going to be. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, he's going to be unlucky to be suspended, but I wouldn't be surprised
1: given some of the rulings that the, the judiciary is I don't be surprised at all. I think he definitely needs to get suspended. I mean, and yeah, it's unlucky, but at the end of the day, you know, it happens. And there's, there's contact
0: been- with the head and there's plain bad
1: luck, and I, I think he's going to be a victim of it. And there's lots of tackles that are like you see have deliberate purpose to them. A lot of the shoulders that have slipped up that people get suspended for. And, um, this this one, I mean, you see some unlucky, you know, ones that weren't met as well. I mean, it's, cause T-Rex, T-Rex was unlucky fucking with that Isaac DeGoyce one at the start of the year too. He got seven weeks for fucking something he had no intention of, you know, he didn't go high, he didn't do anything. He got him right around the middle just because Isaac DeGoyce was fucking midget and the, his yeah. momentum flipped him, you know, in a weird position. Seven weeks for that. So, you know, unlucky, unfortunately, doesn't have a lot to do with it. Um, that's why they got a careless charge and I think he's going to cop it as a result. Okay. Can I go to Twitter? Sure. Benson Meister gets the honours, of course, of leading off and said, uh, It was further to run around Sandow than to go the length of the field for Barber. <laughs> Hash fat ass. Sammy uh, S. Borulius. You might as well put a turnstile in a jersey and call it Sandow. <laughs> this is the theme. Dashing- Having our listeners just hammered him. Oh, absolutely <laughs> destroying him. Um, dashing Dan won that uh, paying to watch para is like paying to enter a trivia night with Mark Gasney as your team captain. <laughs> Hash, waste of money. Hash, like Sandow. Uh, Michael Darren, 79. Step off Benji Marshall. Ben Barber is the NRL fan's favourite. Comments?
0: Oh, at the moment, I wouldn't be surprised to, uh, to hear that. I'm not surprised to hear it and, you know... Benji's time is now. Yeah, end I'm of never... the season, run towards the finals, final series. Benji stamps his class all over it. Takes out the premiership, back to being king of the kids. As
1: a, as a, as a lover of rugby league, I've never been entertained by Benji Marshall, so I'm more inclined to agree with Michael Darren's comment right now. Uh... <laughs> that comment was purely you know, to inflame me. He's no, he's no, you know, Brett. But Stewart I've told or myself to settle the fuck down. I've been entertained mightily by Steve Mm-hmm. He, I mean, he entertains the children. Some as people
0: well. like to pull the wings off flies too, Nathan. You can't, <laughs> you know, you can't criticise people for the shit things that they're entertained by, like Steve Matti pulling Meister. the wings off flies.
1: Bempsen Meister, no one's got near Barber tonight, due to his amazing girth. Everyone in the world is always near Sandow. <laughs> Ash fat I think he's trying to get that to catch on. Uh, what do we got here? Of course, trotters at Devonhead. Willie Tonga fucks more tries than Chris Sandow eats pies. That's a lot. Willie Tonga, how about his decline? Tonga in decline. Maybe he was getting... um, Not the country. I mean, clearly he was... Yeah, (laughs) I hope not not the country. Um, But clearly he was being fed, you know, better quality ball when he was up in the Cowboys, you know, coming from JT. But, fuck it, he's become, like, exceptionally ordinary since he's been in the yields. Um, Solzy, zero four. 4 The Bulldogs look atrocious. Lucky they're playing para. Big win for Manly next week.
0: Jesus, and, big and, call!
1: And Solzi, not even a Manly fan. He's a Canberra fan. I just want to make that clear. It's not like some sort of plant. And a delusional cock, by the sound of it. GT three fifty one underscore Johns, who's changed his Twitter name to say no to SBW. <laughs> <laughs> Sloppy game, but I'll take a twenty point win. Awesome crowd, and seven in a row go Bulldog Sucked in Grubdow Magic and Morris and Nodos. I don't know. It's like it's kind of like comma Magic and Morris and Nodos. So you're saying sucked into your own players? I don't get, you know, I don't know what you're doing, GT. You're fucking, <laughs> he mental. doesn't know what he's doing. You've gone mental. He's busy starting wars on Twitter too. He he actually, he does get into it a little bit, doesn't he? He loves it. He loves it. He he's, uh, can he, get lippy. Oh, he does get Can lippy. Can get lippy. Today I just had to say, shut the fuck up. Just I have like to tell him settle the fuck down. I don't know, just fucking sit, just, just shut up, I'll just I'll just take my name out I'm just fucking sick of li- my thing, <laughs> Twitter firing up with your bullshit because it's always the same shit. Um, next game, the Brisbane Broncos, Fuvuzela Vizella around Brisbane Broncos 10, defeated New Zealand Warriors 8 at Suncorp Stadium. Uh, it was pretty poor weather, 32,000 Pretty poor weather, that's an understatement. Did you get soaked or did you have a poncho or something? Or I was- did
0: have a poncho, but... Um, Turns out that my jeans from the uh, knee down soaked, soaked shoes, soaked, yeah, on the train, dickheads, yeah. There's two brothers, yeah, with those, you know, those Lottie Lock things, yeah,
1: Bronco version, Bronco
0: stuff. version and a Warriors version, brothers, one's mm-hmm. a Warrior, one's a Bronco, mm. both cockheads, makes sense, I can see it. Um, Just shouting ridiculous bullshit on the on a pack train, I'm just sitting example. there in my soaked fucking jeans, cold. Sick, tired, listening to fucking idiots.
1: And you hadn't even gone. You hadn't even done this in the aid of going to watch your own team. I know.
0: I actually sat there with a mate, and our other mate, who normally comes with us, um, tells us, you know, like in the afternoon or lunchtime. Sorry, boys, not going to make it tonight. Yep. If you want my ticket, come pick it up. <laughs> we said, "Fuck you." <laughs> so then we went. Okay, we'll just go on our own. And the heavens opened up. Yeah. And it pissed with rain. And we're sitting there. I was sitting there with my arms in the poncho and the little hood on. And it's fucking barking down. Yeah. And there's water streaming down my fucking head. And I looked at him and said, geez, we're, you know, we're committed. We're committed footy fans. Yeah. And he goes, especially you. Because at least I'm here to watch my own fucking team. Yeah. And all I can tell you right now, if this is a Tigers game. Wouldn't see me for fucking dust. <laughs> <laughs> Nevertheless, it was a pretty tough game in tough conditions for the players, and I experienced it firsthand as far as uh, trying to watch it, which was tough to do in stages. Just didn't let up. The Warriors, I thought they had enough ball and field position to win the game twice. The the Warriors were the better team, quite frankly. Their ball handling at at key points uh, really let them down, and only some of it could really be excused given the conditions. I was was disappointed because I thought they were, uh, you know... About to start a bit of a run towards the back end of the season, similar uh, to what the Tigers are about to do. But it was the Broncos that really hung tough, and and they were also off their best, I thought. Um, but the uh, the Warriors they had a large last ditch play to take it out. They very nearly pulled very it off. Very near. But I just want to mention the the fucking refereeing towards as that that last couple of minutes of the game. Yeah. There was. At least two blatant forward passes for the Warriors that weren't picked up. There was two knock-ons. Yeah. One of which was... One you could probably give them the benefit of the doubt. The other one was a, a blatant, blatant knock-on. Yeah. They said, play on. And then there was a six to go call. Yeah. As well, All in the space of a few minutes. And the next minute, the Warriors are kicking ahead and looking like they're going to pull off a match-winning try. Um, if they... did there would have been a right. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that uh, you know I want to give the crowd a rap there was a 32,000 people in those conditions um, and it, yet again the Kiwi
1: contingent yeah we I mean I experienced little, some at Broncos that fans, skilled but yeah some Broncos fans were saying it felt like they were you know man it was fairly intimidating yeah I thought it was much like the, the test
0: match yeah. when we went down to skilled and it felt like we were at Eden Park yeah yeah um, really big Kiwi contingent at the game, and they deserve. They a rap. certainly
1: would have swelled the numbers uh, far more mm. than you know the weather would have been, you know allowed. Absolutely. So, um, Twitter, Cambo ninety six with the filth as usual. James Maloney is a useless cunt. He could kick his own dog zero out of three in the first half. <laughs> So yeah, and that's that's something that, you know, needs to be needs to be mentioned there. I mean The uh,
0: one the the one just before half time was pretty much from dead in front, he missed
1: it. Yeah, yeah. He uh 0 from two uh, as far as conversions are concerned, plus a penalty then he missed as well. Yeah. And um, you know, conversely the Broncos they only scored the one try, but uh Corey Parker got two penalties and uh and the conversion on that try. So goal kicking, you know, right there it cost them a win. They should have won the game but they couldn't, you know, he wasn't good enough on the kicks. And usually Definitely. he's fairly reliable. Um yeah. the Foley Said, uh, that's a T-H-E-P-H-O-L-E-Y. Maloney is to goal kicking, what Vatavai is to ball handling, i.e. he has the ball handling skills of a Catholic nun. Got- you
0: see that teams really just keep pumping away. They just keep drilling the ball towards Vatavai yep. and just know that law of averages are going to dictate Something's he's going to cough something. up yep. at least two mistakes. Yep, yep. If you can capitalise on those...
1: You're golden. You know, yeah. <laughs> there's 12 points. Yeah, Exactly. So. Chambo 33, Bronco's Warriors was made so much worse with Ray Hadley's jibber-jabber. Hash TV on mute. Hash boring commentator three-quarter. <laughs> and that's true. I mean, he's... Yeah. This is the thing you wouldn't have seen. You, know, you, had, you had the rain to deal with. The people at home had uh, Hadley to deal with. Had Ray. Yeah. Uh, and what have we got here? Tall Hayden. Day hasn't copped a blow to the chin like that since the three-way in the toilets with Darius Boyd. How
0: tough is that prick?
1: He was pretty tough, actually. The fact crazy.
0: that he jogged off... Yeah. W- not the way, but... The last, you know, 10 metres off the field,
1: yep. jogged off he could after copying a, a
0: knee to the face from Manu Vadabai.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, you imagine, you know, in blue, he could take a punch. Well, that dude's got the Ray Mercer chin. That's bringing up a name from the past, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Eddie NZ, great tough win by the Brisbane Broncos, but even I had to turn off the commentary. Wrong names, biased, and missed a heap of calls. Wow. And, uh, yeah, if that's that's... Uh, com- I had uh, New Zealanders complaining about the commentary... Wow. And when Kiwis complain about the commentary, you know, when we've got to be subjected to, you know, husband and his like. Yeah. Hanley, 1993. Looks like Scott... Oh, hang on a minute. Wrong game. Well, Hanley, we'll file you and we'll bring you back in a future game. How about that? Excellent. All right, next game. <sighs> Terrible times down at uh, Newcastle. Newcastle Knights, 32, defeated the mighty Manly Seagulls, 6. In front of a crowd of just over 20,000. in
0: this game, champ.
1: Yeah, their tries, they had a double to McManus, a double to Uate Pate, Tyrone Robertson, Dane Gayguy got one, uh, Roberts kicked actually okay in this game for the first time ever, four out of six, and uh, Manly had a try to Brent Kite, conversion to uh, Jamie Lyon.
0: Yes, well, what do you got to say for yourself, buddy? <laughs> oh, Jesus. I don't care, we're, were whatever, you it. got fucking pump on Newcastle.
1: They were up for it, we weren't, clearly, that's all, you know... No, it was just. The, it was only like the little ten percent things. Like That's
0: exactly what happened to the Tigers, and apparently the Tigers are in decline.
1: Yeah, but that was because you had three losses. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? See, we're well, gonna have to a compelling st- argument. We're gonna have to stack up losses. To Gronk sides to get anywhere near the two the two losing streaks that you've had this year, <laughs> so you could just take that shit right off the fucking shelf instantly. <laughs> We've had a pretty
0: impressive uh, winning streak in there. And we're about to embark on another one. So uh, look, about to. We're not even talking about your your Gronk team yet. We'll they get- said they didn't, but it was pretty clear that Manly underestimated the intensity that the Knights were going to show show up to this game with, and uh, they were found out. I thought.
1: Well, I mean, this is the thing. I mean, they, I'm, I'm actually really pleased that like uh, the tubes and the players as well. Um, they didn't mention any of the you know the circumstances that went into the lead up of the game, and they said, look, you know, they were obviously just they was more up for it. I think Newcastle, you know, buy in to the rivalry more than than Manly do. I don't think Newcastle's really that high on on our uh, on our list of rivals. I mean, you know, we got teams like Storm and West Tigers, Tiger Dragons. The West Tigers not so much. I think so. I think for the players, the West Tigers are. Um, I know that George Rose hates them. Um but you know, generally speaking, I think the storm, you know, can you want to talk rivalry around? I think the storm is far more of a rivalry for, for Manley than Newcastle ever were. Um but I think Newcastle on the other hand, I think they they buy into it a lot more and um and they certainly did. Um I mean it's a bunch of stuff. I mean, like obviously Manley had the injuries and Steve Mattai was withdrawn uh, immediately before kickoff um with bad cases of the flu. And I mean to get Mattai if it have to be fucking ridiculous case of the flu. It'd be more like fucking bubonic plague. Um <laughs> to get him not to play and he Must was be
0: fucking leprosy
1: yeah and he was one of and, and he was you know, basically through half the team uh, he was just one of the ones that they had a reserve that they could throw you know they thought they could throw on and that's where a lot, of the, a lot of the shit happened because Bureau I mean his utility value has been vastly greatly overstated I think in the past and I think that his utility value begins and ends at the fucking pack and I think mm-hmm. he's a back he's, a, he's obviously a, a fine back rower and I think he's a capable replacement um, for Hooker it was in short change for a hooker and he deputised for Matt Ballon when he came off with like he had a bad cut that needs stitching up he and, ain't
0: a centre and he definitely ain't a 5-8
1: he ain't a winger as it was proved last week and <laughs> the, that's where all the, the comeback points from Parramatta came from and he ain't a, a centre is where most of Newcastle's points came from and, um, and it's just little things like that that just kept them out of the game when Newcastle were lifting in defence and just, the, the, they were defending a little bit better, we were attacking a little bit worse because, you know, we didn't have the, you know, we had Glenn Stewart out of our, our right side and then Matai out of our left side, which meant that our attack generally wasn't, you know, it was pretty flat and wasn't as good. I don't think they threw anything amazing really at at the Knights, but the Knights' defense was up to whatever they did throw at them, so, and that was really the difference. I mean, there was just times there where we definitely had enough possession and like, you know, position to, to put some points on when, you know, it was still in reach, and then you know, obviously, as the game went on, they started fading. And it's funny, like with all the players that had the flu, one of them who I know had the flu was fucking Joey Nullivar. Dude, put in a monster effort. He was yeah. sensational. If if the rest of the forwards had had the attitude with him, the same attitude that he had, I don't know what story. your
0: thoughts are on what mate. He seemed to be just overhyped for the match. He just seemed to want to try and be in everything. Just yeah, coughed it's up a, a bit of The, ball, prob- the problem is, tattles. you had
1: like guys like Kite and King and stuff. Um, I'm not sure if any of those guys were sick, but they weren't going forward and so like the the attack was just crabbing side so side to side the entire time. And even Watmo, when he'd get the ball, he'd try and run sideways and then sort of, you know, try and veer around. I mean, there were times in the second half where he actually straightened it up and looked pretty good. Mm. But, yeah, I don't think it was one of his better games. Uh, T-Rex, well, you know, the attitude wasn't there basically from the forwards. And so despite yeah, the fact where, like, you know, Dean Vare made a line break and, you know, hogged it, tried to run over the top of the fullback rather than pass it to, you know, had a guy on either side in support. I like Cherry Evans, like, he made two line breaks. I mean, there's, yeah, things like that. They would have turned the entire game around and it just comes down to that little difference, um, you know, or the vast difference in like the attitude. Uh, and, you know, that's pretty much the story of the match. And I mean, like, I'm, I'm glad that, you know, I'm not that disappointed that it happened because it means that they will it will guarantee that they'll be up for this week, which for me personally is a much more important game. And I think for most Manly fans, it's a much more important game, um, but still, I mean, it's disappointing.
0: It's been a big struggle, but I think the Knights, and I, I don't think we've seen the last of their their down performances. But I think the Knights are starting to show the type of side that they will be in twenty thirteen. Uh, a little late for this
1: season, I'm pretty sure. But yeah, who um, are they playing this week? I think if they're if they're playing a fair team this week, I have a feeling they might get touched because um, you know those sorts of performances they really lift to a, a very high degree last week, mm. and I just don't know if they've got that two weeks in a row.
0: Yeah, I think the Stewart brothers being out really impacted Manley's attack immeasurably, but there was really no excuse for some of the defensive lapses that Manley displayed, I thought. Well,
1: I think that's, that's the other thing. That's Brett Stewart, the loss of Brett Stewart. He's the guy from fullback who takes the role, much like Matthew Ridge did back in the brick wall days of the, of the uh, mid-90s. Um, so I think he's telling, he's telling guys, when you've got a guy like uh, Bure, who's not uh, experienced at defending out in the centres, if you had Brett Stewart there... Telling him where to go and who was his guy and everything, I think you would have seen far less action happening down that side. And Dean Vare, I mean, he's like a he's a fringe first grader and a kid, and he's certainly not a general of you know to, no. to tell the defensive line you know where to go and who and all that sort of stuff. And so when you take a crucial piece out like that, I mean, you look at the statistics of the games that Manly have won and lost with Brett Stewart in the side. I think I saw a statistic today that um it was at Brookvale. Well, I think Manley lost maybe once since like two thousand and seven or something like that. Like, you know, with Brett Stewart. Mm. You know, yeah, so and calling no, and,
0: the Prince of far for nothing.
1: Yeah, well and, and there's no and there's no secret that, you know, Parramatta scored twenty four points after he went off the field last week and he wasn't there this week. So um, you know, hopefully he's back this week, but uh you know, we'll get to the teams later, but he hasn't been named.
0: Impressive showing from the Knights the the key is for them to to try and put these performances you know together consistently. Uh, I think that's the thing they're missing.
1: Yeah, exactly. This
0: season, and and I'm sure Bennett's probably working hard behind the scenes to try and give them that consistency. But well, this um, is the it's probably not going to happen until they get yeah. you know, some of their recruits for next season. Well, this is the
1: thing that the Bennett the Bennett era was supposed to usher in for them, like just a change in attitude. Mm. You know, so so the you know the teams can go a long way just on a changed attitude. I mean. Like, Cronulla don't have, you know, they've got a couple of mighty players in their side, but they've got a lot of fucking Gronks too. And, mm. you know, Attitude's taken them fairly far this year. Manly, way back in the day, like, you know, 2005 and stuff, when they are still rebuilding, didn't have many good players. But, you know, just, uh, uh, you know, building an Attitude in defence and just doing, like, one-out attacking stuff West in Tigers,
0: a bunch of ragtag nobodies, 2005, took it all the way to the Premiership with Attitude.
1: Yeah, that was, actually, that was fluke. That was momentum more than Attitude. I mean, I don't think, West Tigers can't be brought into any discussion with Attitude because, I mean, they're so fucking up and down with Attitude. And, and and paper thin and, and you know dare I say soft, how dare a you a lot of times
0: how dare you, <laughs> but um anyway yeah. let's go to Twitter shall we
1: yeah and fucking surprisingly very little on Twitter mm,
0: mainly lost all their shocked- Gronk fans shut the hell up for
1: once <laughs> it shocked it shocked the hell out of me because usually people like to fucking give it out but uh, not so much this time we had had um CJ 7 which is a CJ and then four A's Y 07. Andy Raymond calling this weekend league player Rocco instead of Rochow. Disgrace. I wouldn't be inclined to, to agree.
0: Secretly, secretly think that's actually how you say his name, but... I,
1: I refuse to believe that. I refuse to believe that we could ever be wrong about anything. Well... Doesn't sound as cool. It certainly doesn't. He's Rochow. End of fucking story. Okay. <laughs> I will not have Point this argued. <laughs> uh, Bimson Meister... Is anyone else confused when they show Rose on the field and then Tinkler in the stand? No one that fat can move that quick. And then, <laughs> and then he's gone hash fat ass again. So I think he's trying to. I think he's trying to get this fat ass thing going. I don't know if it's going to work for him though. Uh, we got Souther Dan
0: You wish you'd go for him and go hash skinny ranger.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, Dan said, "Wow, stunned." I really hope the Tigers get up, or it'll be a funeral podcast this week. <laughs> well, this is this is the thing. I mean, Souther Dan I don't think he's. I think he started listening after the start of this season. So. We've been doing this for... This is our third year. There's been plenty of times when we've both lost.
0: (laughs) There's Um, been a couple where we've thought about pulling the pin, though. There was one earlier this season, I think. The Tigers are running second last... Yeah, And Manly, uh, Manly had been done something. by cronulla, <laughs> yeah, or cronulla Or Para yeah.
1: <laughs> and we were like yeah. and We got uh, CBBIT What a night With a K For the Eagles Seriously I'll have to revise My final eight After seeing such a low performance From Manly <laughs> Idiot Please do And put lots of money on it too But don't put your house on there On the Tigers to win The premiership. That's the only certainty. You guys are still fucking fighting fighting to even get into the league. That's the the only
0: certainty in the top eight at the moment. (laughs) All right. Tigers victory.
1: North Queensland Cowboys, 20. Defeated the (laughs) Melbourne Storm, 16. In front of a crowd of 10,500 and... uh, What an upset. Uh, The North Queensland Cowboys, their points came from a double to Kane Linnett and another one to Brent Tate. Uh, Jonathan Thurston, 100% 3 of 3 on the uh, conversions and also a penalty goal. The Storm, they try as two. Anthony Quinn, Gareth Widdop, Matt Duffy, Cameron Smith, 2 of 3 on the conversions. Tough time for the Storm at the moment. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? A
0: couple of sketchy performances. I think how they bounce back from this little test that they're going through at the moment will either assert their dominance over the rest of the competition or, or give the contenders a bit of a smell of
1: blood. It happens every year, though. The Storm are always unbeatable robotic machines through the first, you know, massive part of the season. Yep. And then... Straight after Origin, a bit of a slump. This is, this is earlier to than to it usually happens, though. You know, this is usually earlier. Cause, I mean, the late of late they seem to get through the Origin okay and then they sort of rest players at the end and lose some games but they don't care because, you know... They're in. They've rested all their guys, like Cronk and Slater, you know, all that sort of thing. This time, you know, there's an enforced rest going on with Slater. Otherwise, they're pretty much full strength.
0: Yeah, it's. I mean, it's a it's a glowing endorsement for how important Slater is to the side at the moment. Yes. Completely different fucking team without him. Oh yeah. Um. Another injury for him as well. This time to Duffy. Yep. Um. He's out for several weeks. In really, only compounds the hurdles that they're going to have to overcome, um, to not only, you know, hang on to the minor premiership but, you know, try and be that that dominant force in the finals that they've probably got their sights set on being. I think for the Cowboys, they played out of their skin. I think they... JT, as usual, when the Cowboys play, you know, their best footy and uh, have their best wins, he was at his dominant best and and really delivered the Cowboys a victory. And he was well supported in that by his pack, and and they got the job done through the middle, and then out wide, I think Linnett and Tate... um, capitalised on some, you know, great ball play from Thurston and, and that was that. Pretty impressive performance, yeah. I have to say. It was a massive upset that no one was really expecting.
1: surprised to absolutely everyone, including Cowboys fans. We had a lot of Cowboys fans waving the white flag before kickoff on this mm. one. And, jeez, um, didn't they change their tune once the game started uh, turning their way? It'd
0: be interesting to see just how much um, gas that took out of the tank for the Cowboys. They've got to... Um, you know, the toughest task in the NRL this Monday night. And, uh, you know, it'd be interesting to see if they can uh, put two performances like that together. I'm betting they can't.
1: As far as I know, they're not playing Manly at Brookvale on Monday night. we play <laughs> Friday night, mate. What the fuck are you talking about? They're playing the Tigers with Gareth Ellis on a Monday night. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. Toughest yeah, the, test in Yeah, the that's NRL. right. The Tigers had Gareth, Gareth Ellis last year and the year before. And they won the premiership those two years. So, point well made. Oh, wait a In minute. my world, they did. Yeah. Yeah, the premiership of your little fucking wiener. <laughs> the premier, the premier, what a fucking <laughs>
0: tiny little trophy
1: that'd be. The premiership of your little <laughs> lipstick. <laughs> um, we had the Foley, uh, and I think he was the one waving the white flag early on in the piece. But he came out with a tweet here that I put down and said, uh, you probably already know that JT wants to stay until we win a premiership. There's him and Graham here till 2068 then. <laughs> Ash Cowboys in 68. <laughs> uh, Michael Darren, 79. Melbourne Storm wearing Batman-themed jerseys, but are playing more like Robin.
0: They were pretty impressive jerseys, I thought. Yeah. I've, oh, you're going to hate on them.
1: No, I'm not going to hate on them. I just didn't, you know, those weren't to my taste. I'll, I'll, I'll acknowledge uh, opposition team jerseys when they look all right. Like, like you know, I've come, I've come to, to, you know, to like this... Um, Tour de France, uh, you know Lance, you like Lance Armstrong, fucking mono testicle. Uh, yellow Unfortunately, Tigers the
0: jersey. fan base fucking universally panned it. Oh,
1: I love it. Not a fan of the shoulders, like the the, the the tiger parts on the shoulders. If it was just yellow there and like continued the yellow theme, I think mm-hmm. it would be a lot nicer. But I mean, yeah, it's definitely you know one of the better West Tigers jerseys. I like the Tiki jersey from Warriors as well. Yeah, that's, that was fucking. Cool. That's that was possibly awesome. the greatest jersey. Yeah, um, in footy at the moment. And and you know and and conversely, I fucking hated that stupid Neapolitan ice cream fucking. Camo manly one from back in the Anzac round or you know So did everybody Army Men round. So um yeah exactly so so I you know I just yeah wasn't a massive fan of it. But yeah, you know, I wasn't a massive fan of the fucking Canterbury Avatar shit and you know those you know special you know jerseys for causes are great. yeah causes. But when it is weird sort of marketing, you know, things, you know, turned me off a little bit. Um what do we got here? Dashing Dan One Good to see the purple cheats representing premature ejaculation round. Hash, jizz jerseys. <laughs> there you go. Don't get it. NQC81, Kane, Train, Linnet, revelation of the 2012 season, offers so much more than his predecessor, who was languishing with para. Hash, choo-choo.
0: Slash, could post-footy, stone a remake of The Adams Family.
1: <laughs> Hash, still fucked down. <laughs> like, come on now, I mean I'm, you're a Cowboys fan. There's so a real theme. I'm, I'm going to give you a bit. You're Cowboys fans. I'm going to give you a little bit of rope there, you know, to to big up your player. But you know, fucking calm down. It's Kane it right. Jesus Christ, it's right. That one good game. He'll be put in his place this week. Next one, West Tigers 26 defeated the Penrith Panthers 18 at Campbelltown Sports Stadium in front of a mediocre crowd of 12,384. The uh, points the Tigers their 26 came from tries to Robbie Farrow, Liam Fulton, Chris Hyington and Chris Lawrence, Benji Marshall. effort, 3 of 5, so probably his career best kicking. Uh, (laughs) Kicking at 80% all year, you idiot. Penrith Panthers, 18. Luke Walsh, Kevin Kingston, Josh Mansour tries. Luke Walsh, 3 of 3 in a sterling 100% kicking effort.
0: Not convincing at all from the Tigers. Came very but, fucking perilously close to losing this game. No, they didn't, but Oh yeah they did. With Blair and Ellis out and the Panthers forwards coming hard at them. I think the Tigers did well to hold on and, and take the game out. But um to stop
1: you there for a minute. Blair's yeah. got nothing to do with nothing.
0: Absolutely. He's our highest paid forward, mate. Yeah, he's a very spe- integral to our team He's a speed bump. If you can't His trip work somebody, on the he's ground. Useless. Nathan is, and and in the play the ball is, uh, is a key part of our defensive structure. And You're talking about balls and chicken wings and I'm trying bagels. to <laughs> rattle off things like Tim Sheen does, and you keep interrupting. Me.
1: <laughs> See, I can rattle. You you rattle as easily as Tim Sheen's game plans <laughs> do. Put a bit of pressure on, they fall to shit.
0: Let's not forget, though, I mean, it's 26-18 it makes the game seem really close, but let's not forget, we well, one Molson cock-up and a horrible video ref call from uh, this being a lot more convincing than what it seemed. Oh, oh, please
1: tell me, what was the horrible video ref call? The fucking Luke Walsh try
0: that everyone's been talking about. <sighs> so,
1: are you talking about the try where, where Moltson, much like Robbie Farah in the State of Origin mm. Decider, didn't play the whistle, and instead he just stood waving his arms like a fucking pelican? Yes. And... <laughs> they arms trying to say he was obstructed even though he was fucking three metres into the in goal area and wouldn't have been able to stop a guy who was closer to the fucking try line than he was to the try line. Yep, at that's the, time. the one. No chance. I mean, I know what you're saying. I mean, you know, it's definitely worth a look from the video referee, but the fact is that Moulton was never getting there, you know, no matter how badly he was touched or not touched. He was no, no chance because at the end of the day, he wouldn't have even been able to meet the guy before the try line. He was so far behind the line. So because
0: he was pushed behind the line by no, the he wasn't pushed player running through
1: he wasn't he was pushed to the side by the guy my god fair fucking try
0: Benji again was was not a huge factor for the Tigers but in this case it was a good thing I think it led um, to Ciro getting his opportunity to show his skills and um, he had some good touches a little bit it uh, was a lot more involved than what he was yeah, in his better. comeback game against the Dogs so
1: I don't know about his skills I mean I think his size I mean I think he's just more you know. He was more sort of running, you know, more running, not so much laying stuff on. It was just more like, you know, Greg Inglis style. It's he was like the running one, and taking people He was down. the
0: one laying the ball on for Chris Lawrence to show his speed once again.
1: Kept his hip in place too, so that was, that was pleasing for West Tigers Put the afterburners no on. As a West Tigers member. It was member. a Chris Lawrence, a vintage Chris Lawrence <laughs> performance. As a West Tigers member, I was delighted that you finished the game with his hip in place. <laughs> Depending
0: are a gutsy side, I think. They're short on confidence and... and you know they've had injuries to key players, which has really hurt them. But I, there's a lot of their fans giving up on them at the moment for the different things that are going on on and off the field. Yeah. Uh, but there's something building there, and I think they need to have faith in in Cleary and Gus. You know, um, given their histories and performances with other teams, and yep. um, and, and certainly Gus. You know, he's his mind. His football mind is, is unparalleled, I think.
1: And he's a really good, you know, he's a, he's an excellent speaker as well. Definitely. So I think he gets in there in the sheds, you know, he could, you know, get people going for Handy. Mental for him.
0: Very, very handy and a very key acquisition for the Panthers and, and, you know, when he, when they get the side that they want to be working with yep. and then it comes down, they've got a quality side that, you know, has a, a huge amount of potential and then he can work his magic with them, then good times ahead for the Panthers. Yep. Um, just want to talk about Chris Hollington's
1: try. What about it? It was fucking miraculous. Miraculous? Was a thing of beauty. Yeah? He was like a gazelle, Nathan. I thought when, I was, when when you were talking about miraculous tries, I, was gonna, I thought you were going to talk about the Robbie Farrow one. Who fucking knew he could put the ball down and go from dummy half and put the ball down over the line?
0: Mate, I knew because I've seen him do it hundreds of times for the Tigers. If only he could do it in the State of Origin series, it would have been a 3-0 whitewash. Well, I'm glad he didn't. But, I mean, Hyington showed skill. He showed power. He showed grace. He showed a shimmy, a swerve, a jink, a sidestep, and he created nothing from something and something from nothing. It was beautiful. It was a thing of beauty.
1: Fuck, you're full of shit. It was. It he was, was a
0: magic. It was a piece of magic we may never see again. He could have like driven the
1: Queen Mary through the hole that he went through. We and may he was never one, see. And he was one on one. Something so beautiful. <laughs> I'll give him. I'll give him the step or the swerve. Whatever you can have your Sistine Chapel. I'll give, I'll give him you that. You can
0: have your Sistine Chapel. You can have your Mona Lisa. I'll take that try every day of the week. It's a thing of beauty. It's a work of art. Chris Singleton,
1: I salute you. <laughs> your brain is With a work my winner trophy. <laughs> your brain is a work of fucking encephalitis. Um, <laughs> Can I go to Twitter now or are you going to keep masturbating? Uh, no, I'm finished furiously okay. masturbating. Thank <laughs> okay, you. Okay, cool. Oh, no, I can't go to Twitter because you're going to keep masturbating? Okay. <laughs> Dashing Dan1 said, uh, Tigers versus Panthers in Campbelltown. Won't be a hubcap left in town and there'll be a sea of Orchie homemade bongs. Uh, Aussie- <laughs> Orchie? <Yeah. laughs> Last from the past. Yeah, sure is. Uh, Aussie11198. Ah, the game where Penrith meets Campbelltown for a bourbon-drinking car-stealing Vivizella shit-face. <laughs> shit-face, sorry. Hash Westy Gronks on the incline.
0: Wow. Bemson. Who was that?
1: Uh, that was uh, Jordan, uh, Aussie11198 on Twitter. Uh, Bemson Meister.
0: That I- kid needs someone to tan his ass. <laughs> he's, he's got far too big a mouth. <laughs> he needs to have his pants pulled down and his ass tanned.
1: <laughs> Bemsonmeister. I hope Benji starts crying soon. It might wash some of the shit away on the field. Hashtags Shut up, you skinny wranger CJ 07's back again Tim Bolton is the definition of a cat haven't seen a kick return yet and I agree it wasn't a happy game for Moulton. Uh Year of a Panther
0: he hadn't signed his contract yet mate yeah You're that's still right. down he's still, on still sad he's still crying still for back now.
1: Still good. he's still crying Cogra tears um, Year of a Panther I don't agree with the game being called the Battle of the Cats when neither Soward or Cray are playing
0: I take your point
1: Bempson Meister Tigers win they're charging towards the 8 like Chris Sandow charging towards a salad bar Ash useless
0: <laughs> he had me there I thought hang on he's going to give me a rap. Yeah, no, no. still yeah. a skinny yeah, ring. No.
1: and then he went on to say I bet the Tigers are glad they kept Molson too it's like discovery you've got a tumour and deciding to keep it hash sex best. <laughs> why is <Maltzen laughs> at sex best? I don't know <laughs> don't, question don't. best asked for uh, Ian uh, Mr Bowles fair to say both teams are making up the numbers this season Penrith poor in attack Tigers similar and that's a that's a frank account from a Penrith fan
0: Yeah, accurate regarding his own side. I don't know about the fucking 2012 (laughs) Premiers. i mean, come on, champ. Canberra Raiders. Wake up to yourself.
1: Well, uh, the Canberra Raiders, they were defeated by the Gold Coast Titans. 38 points to 26 down at Canberra Stadium. And a crowd of, wow, 8,240. I thought it was a lot less than that. They've given
0: up on David Turner. Up on much life, like the team
1: given up on life um, half time you know the score line certainly doesn't reflect the way the game was because it was a absolute flogging into making at half time uh, the tries though at full time we had a double to Steve Michaels just digest that for a minute you know shit is dire Yeah, when I mean, Steve Michaels can score two tries against you it's like these teams playing Cronulla that make Ben Pomeroy and Colin Best look like players it's outrageous. Such uh, as the West
0: Tigers did in round one.
1: <laughs> exactly. we Luke, Do- Luke Douglas, Luke O'Dwyer. Luke O'Dwyer scored a tries. Bo Faloon and w- double the Zilman and Kevin Gordon. They got it to Gordon for just one try. Uh, and Scott Prince. It Isn't he been, sporting a miraculous hairdo at the moment? This could have been. Oh, yeah, well, someone said it was, it was talking about it being a mullet on uh, on Twitter. And then someone said, no, it's a marlin. He'd need an MC
0: kilogram of fucking hairspray to keep that thing up.
1: Yeah, yeah. And uh, Scott Prince the story of this game, three from eight. I mean, the this, this, you know, scoreline could have been a lot more brutal if he could have kicked some goals. Um, <sighs> Canberra. Canberra. Off you go.
0: Canberra, Canberra, Canberra. Turns out the Raiders really are the rabble we suspected. Turns out the Shandor Earls unbeatable game plan is very beatable. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, he's got a touch of the Blake Ferguson's about him.
1: <laughs> Indeed.
0: Um, Furnace still hasn't had to answer anyone, I think, given these performances that they're putting together, um, save for last week. But it was a nice contrast to see uh, Blake Ferguson after four minutes when the Canberra scored their try and went to the lead. And then after 54 minutes when they were down about 200 to four.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Sad selfies all around.
1: (laughs) yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I haven't checked his Instagram feed, but I'm
0: sure that's exactly right. I think the Titans really should have gone on with it more, but they really blitzed a, a Raiders side that had started to show some signs of life um, based on last week and, and certainly to start the game. To start the forward. game, they started yeah. well. Yeah. Um, the Titans took that and raised their game and fucking just scored try after try. They was
1: scoring a wheel there, weren't Very, very surprising uh, how the score started racking up. And it could have been a lot uglier, a lot earlier, uh, had Scott Prince been able to kick some goals too.
0: Absolutely. Titan's finals material?
1: No. They need I don't do think more, they, they are they either. They need I to don't... beat Canberra more... You know, they need to do more than beat Canberra one time. I mean, they got some games coming up that they... Yeah, yeah. their last month or so of footy's been reasonable. It was, it was reasonable, then they fell into a little bit of a hole again, and this could be, the you know, like a, another resurgence. But, you know, the thing is, where, where they are on the table, they need to, you know... They can't have these sputtering resurgence. They've got to go on a run, and they've pretty much got to keep it going all the way.
0: Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see them scrape into the eight if they can put... Um, some more wins together and uh, there are some other teams falling in a heap at the moment if they do face the Titans and Titans would probably fancy their chances and they could score a few more wins by the time the year's done and and scrape in. I don't know that they're going to make a lot of noise in the finals given that the only team making the most amount of noise is going to be the West Tigers but, um, you know, they might (laughs) scrape in. You never know.
1: (sighs) You got anything else to say? Can I go to Twitter on this one?
0: You certainly can, mate.
1: Garbs, 1985, Titans fan. Titans fan. Remember that. When is Michael Searle finally going to fall on his sword? I've hated him since he left the toughest man on the planet go, friendy. Okay. interesting. The Chapo, 82. Another week, another team making Ferguson look like a superstar when he clearly isn't.
0: Wow. That was after three minutes, obviously. Must have been.
1: Solzy, 04. Okay, looks like we had our mini run. Time to announce Ricky. (laughs) Cambo, 96. Why would I watch Titans and Canberra on Fox Sports 2 when I can ogle Nigella's rack on the Lifestyle Channel? Hash sex pest. It's like he's branded himself. <laughs> he uh, certainly has. Scotty Yield. How fucking good is Idris going in this first half? Tides are obviously running towards the end with the big blow up Macca's sign. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: did have a... Uh,
1: and I did lol yeah. <laughs> for real at that tweet when I was watching the game. Troy underscore 79. You know how pathetic we are when we make Steve Michaels look like a superstar? Amen. And uh, Ben Dunn 43. 17 of the 54 people at the Raiders-Titans game are leaving early. Let's be honest, though. Traffic was never going to be an issue.
0: They were streaming out the gate and, with about 20 to go.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, you know, why not? That's,
0: uh, and much to uh, to Nickland's normal logical view on things, Yeah, I said, look at these idiots leaving with 20 minutes to go. Stay there and support your team. She's like, they're in Canberra. Do you know how cold it is in Canberra? They probably want to get home, put the fire on,
1: sit in a blanket. Yeah, but still, you'd, like you'd stay there till the end.
0: Can I th- I've if never left a ca- game you, early in my
1: life. Exactly. You're in Canberra. You, you never even go.
0: turned a game off early. Even some of the abysmal shit I've been served up in the last few seasons. <laughs>
1: <laughs> never even turned it <laughs> off. Um, and Liam Hanley, uh, I had to bring one back from before. He said, looks like Scott Prince has taken Jimmy Maloney's place as Benji's star pupil at the school of shit kicking. Hash useless. That's very harsh. Very true. It's Saint- Interesting that Benji kicked the uh, the clutch goal on the weekend. Yeah, it is funny he kicked the clutch goal, but I mean it was only a clutch goal because he missed the other two or three before yeah. it. So um, yeah, I take you know the point. what I'm saying. Like it was you know, still clutch. Clutch is all relative. <laughs> wouldn't have need wouldn't needed the clutch if he had to change the gears when he had the chance to he earlier. Just, he likes to put the pressure on himself. He's a pressure man. Loves it. Mm-hmm. I guess uh, Saint George Illawarra Dragons 18 defeated the Cronulla Sutherland Sharks 10. A decent crowd, eighteen thousand two hundred and ninety-two down there at Wind Stadium in Wollongong, and the points went as follows: St George they had tries to Morris, Brett Morris, Trent Merrin, Mitchell Rain, Mitch Rain, Chase Stanley three of three. Cronulla Southern Sharks, ten points came from two tries to Graham, continuing his excellent recent run. That motherfucker's been a beast at the moment. He's fucking. He's turned into a player miraculously somehow. He's turned into a fucking beast of a player. He's a
0: fucking scrappy. When he left Penrith, when yeah. he was highly touted as being, you know, one of, one of their promising youngsters.
1: We jested at his expense. I'm yes. sure we did numerous times.
0: We, did, we thought, well, there you go. He'll probably fall out the back door at Cronulla and be playing park footy before we night not.
1: Graham, uh, Graham he's, he's had a... Motherfucker.
0: A there's been a more dominant player, of, other than Ben Barber... Over the last three or four weeks,
1: gal's grabbed him and taken him under his sizable wings, hasn't wing, he? What and turned him into a, a fucking little mini beast? And Todd Carney, so he's one of two on the conversions as well, like giving them their ten points. But yeah, obviously, you know, the Sharkies without Galen, they are they are a different uh, a different brand of and Jeremy uh, Smith as well. Uh, Jeremy Smith, I mean, Jeremy Smith is a very very underrated. I think um, yeah, his contributions are very very seldom flashy.
0: And I think with Graham's emergence. Had Jeremy Smith played and Gallon still been out, I think the Cronulla would have been far more formidable and probably would have taken this game out. Because I think, you know, although this is a type of game that makes people think the Dragons are better than they are, I still am of the opinion that the Sharks are a far better team this year than the Dragons are. Yeah. And they didn't really show it in this game. And I think that was uh, the combination of Gallen and Smith being out at the same time really nullified a lot of their their grunt through the middle. Yep. And they are, you know... It was a gritty win for the Dragons and it's a lesson that the Sharks probably thought that they had learned how to be that tough, grindy, gritty sort of side. I still think they've got a lot of potential to be that team and and take that mantle from St. George um, because they've been that grinding sort of side. Um, They're just probably not quite there yet especially with those two guys out. It makes it hard on the other guys that probably don't have that same mentality as the Jeremy Smiths and the Paul Gallons of the world. Yep. I want to talk about Steve Price's attack on the media in the post-match
1: press conference. Put your tampon back in, your fuck knuckle. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Seriously. What, what are you no carrying been, on about? No one's been fucking like... I mean, let's face it, when it comes Who to the media... Who the fuck's media, been talking about the dragon? No one cares. When it comes to media and criticism, we are the fucking harshest people on the planet. And even we haven't been fucking going off on him that much. Not him. And give he's the dragon's man. a bit of stick, but... Oh, yeah, I mean, deservedly so. He listens to us anyway. Yeah, okay, so let's look at the, oh, ma- that's the right. mainstream media. 10,000 people a week. Yeah, the mainstream people don't fucking say shit. I don't know. Some some reporter somewhere has made some comment that's got under his fucking yeah. tampon. He's got a touch of the
0: Jamie Sounds about
1: him. Oh, fucking rock star. He's fucking rockstar. star. not even Jamie around He's in head, Shut up, man. And Fuck doing sake. little fucking impromptu dances in the change rooms. Yeah. I'd love to hear from Dragons fans see what they think. I mean they're probably like,
0: oh yeah. Oh we love good him. Good they pricey. say the same shit about Ben Cray, the dickheads.
1: Good on your pricey. You, you fucking
0: you, you're giving them the truth. You showed them You showed them like Ben Cray showed Justin
1: Hodges. Good yeah. on your pricey. Exactly. Oh wait. <laughs> <laughs> you got anything else to add? Now, Pricey's got something to bitch about. Come on, fucking come out as bitch. All right. Uh, dragons underscore red V. Great game. Carney continued on his origin form, in quotes. Fucking overrated. The wheels are starting to fall off. Hash fucking scum. Oh, Aussie 1111. how you
0: really feel. Oh, here we go. This kid again.
1: What the fuck? Did I just see a motivated Cray? Pricey must have taken his cat hostage and is threatening to dump it in the lake. And we had, uh, we had <laughs> and then blame it on the media. Yeah, we had uh, Dragons underscore Red V come in again with the, and say, with that stellar win, the Dragons are in a great position to finish minor premiers. Asterisk. And then the asterisk key is, of the bottom eight. <laughs> and uh, Aussie 11198 comes in again, and he said, uh, think of the bigger picture. My team St. George now have the chance to make the Tigers finish ninth. Oh, fucking please.
0: <laughs> There's going to be teams plummeting out of the top eight I just the Tigers if, make
1: their charge. I just wondered if Cronulla's in decline. I mean, you just think of the yeah the losses recently. The injury to Gallen, the fact that that Shire TV show's on. <laughs> I mean, that area is just fucking making massive losses. See, there's not
0: a golden opportunity for Todd Carney to star on the Shire. <laughs>
1: Well, as if you wouldn't show Sharp as like a third party you know, deal, as like a do, as like a character, like you know who who they go down to Northies and fucking gets bashed by Todd Carney or something. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say what any of the characters look like or what they are. It would truly seen, be a rela- reality TV. I've show. only seen the ad, and I and I and I stand by my threat that if anyone fucking watches that show, I'm going to unfollow and block them. <laughs> so I just after seeing the ad or those sneak peeks that Channel Ten's been trying to force down our throat, you know, through the whole lead up to fucking it. Fucking hell! That stupid Bim, you oh, I'm so pretty. No bitch, you're not.
0: I heard something on the radio today. Some chick saying, "If I had to live without my lips, I don't know what I'd do."
1: Yeah, that one I saw on the news or was, uh, was some show where they're talking about you know how people are slamming it on Twitter and everything, and that chick has has got like so much collagen in her lips that the doctor said if she gets any more in her her top lip will touch her nose. <laughs> Jesus, like, like, I can't, you can't even, you can't even do that. Like, yeah, that's fucked up. Why wow. Imagine, you couldn't kiss that chick. I don't
0: think those lips are for kissing, Nathan.
1: <laughs> Speaking of that, South Sydney is twenty-four. Defeated the Sydney Roosters, twenty-two. Crowd of almost twenty thousand at Allianz, so not bad. I and mean, I suppose a lot pretty of pretty good for Monday night. Well, it's a lot of the lead-up, what like the rivalry lead-up, and all the you know the stuff that we're condemning, you know, the Roosters club for doing. Yeah, you know, maybe it did produce, you know, some more fans at the ground. Uh, the points, the Rabbitohs, they had tries a double Nathan Merritt, tried to Adam Reynolds and Adam, Andrew Everingham. Uh, Reynolds, he uh, had a shot at field goal, missed it early on in the piece, but he did get four out of four in his conversion. So well done there. Roosters, their tries came to Mitchell Pierce, Boyd Cordner, BJ Leilua, and Tao Tao Moga. And Brayton three or four. Okay, Dale. <laughs> Which school did he go to? <laughs> Went to the school of big thighs. Yeah. Honestly, the first comment I want to say about this game is, and it's, kind of, it's the theme of the whole episode that we've had tonight. Settle the fuck me, down. It made me the title of the show Settle the fuck down. This was a shit fucking game for 95% of it. You thought? Yes. And I although, it was okay, a cracker not, again. not 95%. For 55% of this game, it was shit house. But people, as it happens with rugby league all the time, there's a spectacular last three or four minutes, and now it's the greatest fucking game that ever played. I would never say that. I mean, just settle the fuck down.
0: I was actually intrigued by watching the Chooks playing like their season was on the line, which it clearly was, um, and showing that it meant something to them. It's meant something to them um, that they had to play for their season. And I was fairly intrigued by them. They really tried to up the ante. Certainly, um, in the second half, when things, they looked like, you know, things were starting to get away from them. A couple of things went against them. Yep. You could see guys like a Naster and Pierce and Minnie and some of the forwards actually lift yep. and try and, you know, wrestle it back. And to their credit, they did. Um, and then we, then we had the finish. But before we get to that, I just want to talk about, Beef between Burgess and Braith, Braith Herpes, and what is that? What what
1: is that about? I don't know, but I mean, I keep hearing about it. Is Braith it. upset? Is that where he got his herpes from? I don't know. I mean, because it wasn't, it, you know, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't I mean, sa- if
0: I mean, if he's got herpes from Sam Burgess, I mean, that could spread amongst the Burjai.
1: It wasn't Sam Burgess, the fucking the railed Candice Falcon in the in the cubicle in the fucking. Very whatever. interesting
0: point going to be a few be more infected faces at
1: Bondi next season. <sighs> it's something to say. I mean, that's not it. So what is it? Um, I don't know. If like, anyone knows. geez, they're pissed off at one another. Let's just say that. Yeah. Fuck, they that,
0: went at each other the whole night.
1: It was a head-to-head battle, um, certainly between those guys. Uh, and, of course, uh, and watermelon, say, face, watermelon Head took the prize.
0: Braith's a little bit overmatched.
1: Well, of course he is.
0: Sam Burgess. Yeah. Big man. Yeah. It sure is a pomp. And sure is easily breakable. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but calcium deficiency, probably,
1: vitamin D deficiency.
0: I think he's got, think he's got breath herpes number.
1: <laughs> Generations, you know, hundreds of years of inbreeding.
0: Well, that's exactly,
1: exactly exposure to chimney chimney soot, all that stuff <laughs> that afflicts palms. <laughs> wow!
0: Didn't we just generalise an entire population?
1: Well, you understand how, like, you know, generations of population—you know—they they come from the previous ones. So I'm saying, I mean, we have to when we're going to magnificent, spin- yeah. <laughs> it's I think how the Rabbitohs.
0: I mean, they scored two tries in three minutes to win the game, and. Yeah. I want to give them a rap for celebrating with their fans in the crowd at the end of the game. Yeah, I know I've seen you tweet that they're celebrating their grand final. Yeah, it's touching. I
1: think it's, it's a beautiful thing to see fans celebrate their grand final win with their fan, the players, celebrate their grand final win with it their fans. It was an
0: epic win, and they had every right to celebrate, and it was good that they you know, didn't stay the obligatory you know, five or ten metres away and clap the crowd off with their Powerade bottles. Yeah, yep. It, was, it was good to see them get in and get, get amongst it. I think the bunnies are actually showing that they possess many of the qualities under Maguire required to be a contender and we've seen other pommy coaches and guys that have been uh successful in England come over and, and haven't achieved half of what he's done this season yep. with a side that's you know historically or certainly in recent history has been a bit of a fucking shambles yep he's given it some structure he's given it some belief and and given the guys a game plan and, and utilised his talent in his squad to the best of their ability. And they're a pretty impressive squad at the moment at the Bunnies.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, you know, once again, they're similar to the dogs in the sense that when they're like their absolute best is like, you know, fantastic. Sure. But then they've got these periods where they're just like fucking back into the bottom of the, you know, mm. bottom of the table. Like, bottom four clubs, you know, shit that they do. And until I get that consistency, I mean, I'm not prepared. I mean, I saw people on Twitter today saying, like, dogs, rabbits, grand final. I think it's Buckley's chance of that happening. Yeah, I, mean, I can't. Because there's, there's, there are extra gears teams have to find in September. and uh, I'm, so, and I, I'm a bit worried
0: for the dogs that they, you know, and I'm happy for them and their fans to prove me wrong. But I think the dogs might have peaked a little bit early. Yeah, I agree. Um, and I, I think it's probably... They're this good at this stage of the season. I think that's probably not Hasler's go, normally.
1: Never was never was with Manly. I mean, they're always like, you know... know, I'd hate to say it, but, you know, Manly always lost the game, you know, corresponding to the Newcastle game last Mm. week. And, uh, And disappointingly so. I remember in 2008, I think we lost one to the Roosters in such a way. Last year, we lost one to the Rabbits in such a way. And, you know, then... The run starts, and then, you know, they start tapering because it's hard for a team to, you know, keep more than sort of six or seven-week streak in a row, like, going. So, um, and so you really need to sort of start your run, you know, a couple of weeks from the end of the premiership and then sh- carry it straight through. Just want to talk about Mitchell Pearce as well. Um, In decline.
0: He's he's copped a fair bit of flack. His defence is fucking absurd. Oh, fucking English. I want to talk also about Betfair. Yeah. Motherfuckers. Killed you. I was sitting on the couch, and I thought... I'm going to have a sneaky bet on Nathan Meredith's first try scorer. Just a lazy tenner. Yeah. And uh, I thought, you know what? I recently, against all my better judgment, put a Betfair app on my phone. Yeah. And um, I thought, I'll whack that sneaky bet on by my Betfair app. Tried to do it. Wouldn't load. Wouldn't take it. <sighs> Started blowing up. Teams are getting ready to run out. Yeah. It's getting super close. Yeah. Run over to the home PC. Fire it up. They won't bring up the login screen for the, the login section of the of the Betfair homepage. Couldn't put my bet on. Yep. Went back to the couch, very pissed off. Three minutes in, Nathan Merritt under the
1: sticks. <laughs> I don't know
0: what he was paying. It would have been, like you said today, about nine bucks, 13 yeah. bucks, whatever it was. Yep. Done me out of my day. Speaking,
1: of, speaking of genius betters again, uh, we mentioned Bones last week. We got the 50 bucks on Wolfman's first try score and won like, you know, what, 650 bucks. This week he went. Uh, he went uh, 10 bucks on uh, Josh Morris' first try, scorer Bulldogs 13+, and won 900 bucks. <laughs> I think he was paying 90 bucks. Wow. So, fucking... Amazing. Yeah.
0: I just think Pierce, he's going to love having Maloney around next season. And not because I, I don't think he's up to it, but he just... And not to mention Sonny Bill as well, but he's just... I just don't know that he's someone that can do it all. I no. don't know he's ready to be the guy in, in a squad. He's a hell of a sidekick. Quite but frankly, I don't he's, know he's had a lot one. of
1: time to become that guy too. I mean, you can only be like, you know, yeah, promising. Yeah, I, I
0: think he's, he's gone past the point of, okay, he, he's just getting there. He's he's just not going to get there. He's yeah. a hell of a sidekick. Mm-hmm. He's a hell of a second fiddle. Mm-hmm. And I can see why the Tigers are trying to chase him for 2014.
1: And which why he was successful when he had uh, Todd Carney with him. Because
0: mm. so. Todd Carney can be that guy.
1: Yeah. And so what Mitchell we're saying Pierce, is no. that Mitchell Pearce is, you know, he's marginally better than, like, a Jeff Robson, who's also th- thrived under the, <laughs>
0: the yeah. partnership with Todd Carney. <laughs> wow. And he's I two- was trying to give the bloke a rap, but <laughs> Jesus. I've got to tell you, excitement reigned supreme in the Blakely House um, when the Bunnies scored the winning try. Jackson was a bit upset that he'd tipped the Bunnies to win and the Roosters looked like they were going to take the game, yeah. but... I convinced him, he was trying to storm off to bed and I'd had to let him stay up a little bit late to see the game with me. And um, he was about to storm off to bed because he'd done his tip. And I said, mate, there's still a little couple of minutes to go, why don't you come and finish the game? And he reluctantly came out and sat next to me. They scored one try and he was like, can the the rabbit still win, Dad? And I said, yeah. He goes, there's not much time though. I said, no, it's about a minute or so. He goes, oh, I think the roosters are going to win, Dad. Anyway, the next thing... They've scored the try and the players are going nuts. Jackson and I have jumped off the couch. Because I, I don't care what you say, that was fucking great spectacle. I thought it was awesome. Oh yeah, of course it was. And the last three minutes was sensational. Jackson and I have jumped off the couch. I've gone like I've sort of shouted and he's like doing like fist bumps and jumping up and puffing his chest out, going, Yes, yes, and all he's got was a tip, right? <laughs> he's a passionate kid, I'll give you <laughs>
1: Our kid's gonna get into trouble. He needs to settle the fuck down. <laughs> <Does> he really <laughs> does? <laughs> Before we got into all that, was there something else that you were going to say? I think we, got, we got, I think we got way sidetracked from Danny no, that's, that's it. Okay, yeah. great. All right, uh, Twitter, the Chapo eighty two. Without the Burgess brothers, the Bunnies would be screwed. <sighs> maybe not that. Maybe not so I much. Think but I think mean, George is actually better than Luke. Yeah, I mean, let's if he can keep on the field, you know, for you know more than you know, ten consecutive games, he'd be better than his other brother.
0: Yeah, well, that's true.
1: Because you know cause Sam, because uh, Sam Burgess is you know pretty much you know the the, the English tampon.
0: Well, Gaddis has got a
1: bit of the Burgess Brittles about him too. Yeah, but I mean he's been out for a very long time. But I mean before that he had a decent streak. Yeah, but going he's to had uh, you know a busted toe here and a broken thumb here and a. But this is the one. This is the only one that really sticks in my memory. Is like a long long yeah, yeah. thing. Uh, Bemson Meister, the Roosters' defence opened up faster than a blue waffle sufferer at the gynaecologist. You <laughs> had to do it. <laughs> Hash sex pests. And the Chapo eighty two again said, Oh wow, that couldn't have happened to a better team. Hash L (laughs) O (laughs) L Roosters. Bebson a fantastic game. Best team on the night, probably lost, but they're the grubbiest team in the comp, so who cares? Skinny Ranger. Shit houses. I agree, they probably are the grubby side of the comp. And and, you know, the funny thing is, it all comes from their front row. Well, letters didn't even play. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying generally speaking, and why didn't he play? from grubby shit the week before. (laughs) And Kennedy Crazy, it is, it, yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm not going to throw Tarsi in there because I mean that dude. You know, he's he seems to be fair enough. But Board Cordner, how good is he going? He's not bad. Hey, can play. I had someone fantasy who had board Cordner. He was chasing down the lead I had, and didn't quite get there, which is good because I mean, he needed a fair fair amount of points. But um, he still he fucking still got a decent haul. NQC eighty one rugby league is the greatest television show ever created. Absolutely. Ash, the shite. Because, of course, the other thing is, this game was on against the day, the premiere of the Shire show. Mm. So, a lot of idiots watching the Shire. And yes, you know, take it as a badge of honour. You watch that show, you're a fucking idiot. Um, or any of that other bullshit. Bemson Meister, good preparation for an Aster for next year. One big losing disappointment. Hashtags in decline. Bemson Meister, he's taken a liking to smashing you. Well, you know, he's not the first
0: skinny ranger to try it on.
1: Previews for round 20 kicks off with one of the matches of the season. The mighty Manly Sea Eagles take on the Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs at Brookvale Oval Friday Night Football if you're in New South Wales. If you're in Queensland, you'll be subjected to watching Inferior Exchange, but there's always streaming. And if you need to know how, hit me up and I'll tell you. I've got
0: to tell ya, this is going to be one hell of a fucking game. You'd think so. Despite all the gronkish behaviour on Twitter in the lead up Yep. between two pretty passionate fan bases, holy shit. Just if both teams play their best footy,
1: game of season.
0: It's going to be an absolute fucking belter.
1: Yep, yep, I agree. Uh, Brett Stewart not named Um, you know Tuves isn't really one for trickery so I don't know if he's just playing mind games and he's going to slot snaking later in the week I haven't heard anything uh, reporting on his likelihood or you know he was supposed to be back this week but I haven't heard anything about like oh you know he'll be given to the last minute or any of that sort of talk he's Um, just out yeah, and there's no, like, you know, shadow players. He wasn't named with, like, Vare named on an extended bench or anything. Vare is named as a fullback. Uh, Wolfman, back in the side. Glenn Stewart, back in the side. So that's interesting, um, if that happens. And uh, ho- hopefully they'll fit. Otherwise, you know, otherwise they're not looking too bad. I mean, Brett Stewart is a very, very key loss, if that's the case. So Sure. Uh, Cassiano's been named, obviously, pending what happens to him. Um, otherwise, the Bulldogs are pretty much as per they have been recently. You've got the loss there of Halitau as well in the side. so um, Yeah, I just... At this
0: stage of the game, I think beating Manly at Brookvale with the whole Dez thing, it's it's just a bit much to ask of the Bulldogs at the moment. Yeah. I think they'll be very, very competitive. I think it'll be a super close game, but I think Manly... As it was last time. Yeah,
1: and I, I agree, and I think... And, you know, the players will say publicly, you know, we got nothing against Dez and everything, and that's true because, I mean, you know, De- at the end of the day, you know, who fucking cares? You know, it's a business, blah, blah, blah. I mean, I'm over it. Not many people, <laughs> not many people are, I'd have to say. But I'm just, I'm just fucking... Th- th- all this grok on Twitter has actually just made me just go, just fucking settle the fuck down. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, just, and it just made me sort of step back and just go, for fuck's sake, dudes. But um, the players, however, are acutely aware of how much it means to the fans. Yep. And as such, um, acutely you, aware, they will, they, will, uh, they will lift, if for nothing else. The other thing I'm interested in seeing is uh, Brookvale, they're not going to be checking flags on the way in. No. They're not checking banners on the way in. And a lot of people have banners <laughs> that, um, that they've been waiting for. They, you know couldn't get into the ground at ANZ because of the uh, directive set by Greenberg, who was a you know, big, tough guy making T-shirts, but didn't want to let fans bring their banners you know, with their say in. This time, no such thing so we'll see what happens there with the banners there should be some fucking solid gold there to, to be I don't read. know that we'll
0: see him on on um TV but I mean I wouldn't be surprised there may not be a choice
1: though, at times because you know the cameras are on the on the Jane Tristand side of the field facing the hillside that's where the banners are going to be okay. so if there's a player scores a try out on the right wing running towards the family hill yeah, and the camera, it. the camera follows the guy back as he walks back to the to his position. There might be some inadvertent bannerage in there, whether
0: they like yeah, it we or not. We might, I'm sure, they'll have plenty of listeners there at the game. They want to take some happy snaps and um, shoot oh, yeah. us off some photos.
1: And another interesting thing is, I, I saw a comment on a forum today from Des Hasler saying that um, you know, when when asked about you know the hatred that Manly fans have towards him and everything like that, he said something like. Oh, you know, I bet if I rocked up to any of their houses, they'd have me over for a barbecue.
0: If he was the one on the barbecue being after he'd been chopped up into
1: tiny pieces. The fucking nerve of that idiot. If you come around to my place and ask to have a barbecue, motherfucker, I'll put you in a fucking hole in the back. He's notoriously
0: <laughs> tight. I just wonder how many people he just rocks up. Random people, he manly. Yeah. Or D-Y. Just rocks up, knocks on their door. How you going? There's Asla. Mate, Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs.
1: Rock up to what my are front... What do you have for lunch? Rock up to my front door to have a barbecue, man. And let me fucking tell you, you'll be sitting out the front waiting for food longer than you're waiting for fucking Kieran Foran to sign a contract. I can assure you of that.
0: Uh, he'd probably outweigh <laughs> you. you got to get your car out of the garage and he's got his stats and sonny parked in the way.
1: <laughs> Next one on Friday Night Football, the other and lesser game, of course, is the Gold Coast Titans versus the Brisbane Broncos at Skilled Park at Rabina. Well...
0: I don't know that the Titans can get it done.
1: I don't think they can. I
0: well, think the Broncos are going to be far too strong for the Titans.
1: They, um, well, you know, the Titans, they certainly showed a level of play that would be, uh, if they could, you know, do it, be very handy for them.
0: Yeah, but the Raiders yeah. also showed a level of play yeah, well, not seen since, you know, 17 fair quadruple call. amputees waddled around fair call. a football field. So uh, the Broncos aren't going to be anywhere near as inept as Canberra were last week, and I think the Titans are... Probably going to be brought down a couple of pegs. I think they might put a bit of a score on them, the Broncos. It's going to be flogging, is it? Oh, I just think there'll be sort of 18 to 24 points in it.
1: You need to account for the fact that the Gold Coast, you know, they always do, you know, either side, depending on how they're going through the season, they all always look for this game and they mm. tend to be close. Not this one. All right. And uh, what have we got here? Saturday, Warriors versus Newcastle Knights, Mount Snart Stadium. What's your thoughts, buddy? I think that the Knights can't maintain that kind of. I mean, there was the it was the rivalry round and the hatred round. They really got up for it and they got up for that performance and performed well. Uh, the Warriors, on the other hand, you know, they don't they got no problems. Uh, Conrad Harrell's back inside, uh, and let's face it, geez, in the rain, he could have barreled over for some tries on Friday night. You know, they could have used him. Yeah, he could have
0: skittled some players. That's for sure.
1: Exactly. So uh, yeah, I think I think the Warriors should uh, do it pretty comfortably.
0: They weren't really horrible last week, the, the Warriors. I think, you know, they were their own worst enemy with some of their ball handling, but with some bit better conditions and a bit of rev from Blue McLennan. I think they'll get themselves back on track and I think the Knights will probably be down a little bit based on what they displayed
1: last week. So, yep. um, yeah, I, I think Warriors victory. Okay, South Sydney Rabbitohs versus St. George Illawarra Dragons, ANZ Stadium, Saturday night, 7.30. I think Souths are going to absolutely give the Dragons a touch-up. Really, so you don't think the dragons will be able, you know, sort of nullify some of that with their defence, and maybe just be beaten because they don't have as many points in them?
0: No, I think that the bunnies will have be far too strong. I don't think the dragons will be able to hold them through the middle. Um, and I know that the impending loss of Isaac Luke is going to be a big hole to fill. But I think Pete's has been going okay in the opportunities he's had at Hooker, yep. um, and I think Adam Reynolds. Um, and and obviously Greg Inglis through the middle, backing up some of those, you know, the guys like
1: Burgess, and, and boys like that popping balls, I think um, they'll have a bit of a field day. Two sides, two liabilities, Ben Cray on the Dragon side, John Sutton on the Rabideau side. Yeah, true, but Rabbitohs have Greg Inglis. That's more than enough to account for the Dragons. All right. Parramatta Eels versus the Melbourne Storm, also on Saturday at 7.30. This one is taking place at Parramatta Stadium, although I'm not really sure that the venue matters that much. Yep. Might as well play it In a fucking graveyard Yep So you're saying 17 Boy, open many?
0: graves So para players Don't have far to go
1: So can Can, uh, can the eels Continue the decline Of the storm Why are they going to get thumped Comprehensively
0: thumped By how many I've got to say 40 at least
1: I don't think It's going to be like that I, think the Eels I don't little, know if is gonna score any tries. I think the Eels will lift much the same way as they have recently uh, in their game. Well not recently, but you know, the way they aimed up uh, against uh, the dogs for the most part of the game. I mean they got blown away a touch towards the end, but you know, generally speaking, you know, through the middle forty they were kind kinda aimed up fairly well. Um I don't think Parra's gonna score any tries and I think they're gonna get smashed. All right. Interesting, no tries, okay. Cronulla Sutherland Sharks versus the Canberra Raiders, Raiders at Toyota Stadium. Gallen going to be back? Gallen is hasn't not be, been, named, been named, and he hasn't been named on the bench or anything like that. Well, uh, I they've still a... got
0: Wade Graham and Todd Carney, and the Raiders are still the Raiders. So I think that the uh, I think Canellas will win. I think it'll be reasonably close, um, but I don't think the Raiders will have enough in the tank to get over the top of the Sharkies, and I think Todd Carney might have a bit, of a, a bit of a day out against his old team.
1: Yeah, and don't <laughs> forget you've also got Blake Ferguson... Yeah. Coming up against his old team that he left in uh, not particularly friendly circumstances.
0: Yeah, he won't be well-received there, for sure. but and um, Roughly so. Yeah, I, I, I'd like Carney to have a big
1: game against the Raiders, and uh, I think he will. All right. Penrith Panthers versus the Sydney Roosters at Centibate Stadium at Penrith. Wow,
0: this is a tough one to pick.
1: It is a bit, isn't
0: it? <sighs> Roosters coming off Monday night. I think they'll be down a little bit. Yep. Um, and I think that might be enough I think Panthers the probably due Will win They yep. need one for their confidence And for yep. their fans And their fans Their long-suffering fans This season Would deserve it So Absolutely. I'm going to tip the Panthers Out of respect for um, Some of the people That Are on Twitter And hurting
1: Their fan base With the exception of Daniel Lang Because he is a prat Alright and Monday Night bitch North block. Queensland Cowboys versus the West Tigers up at Dairy Farmers. Wow, tough road trip for the Tigers, Gareth. Not in the best form. That's great, Gareth, You're a buck. Gadeth might get deep vein thrombosis on the way up. Gareth might knock some Cowboys on their asses. We'll and see. And their horses as well. We'll and see. And their fucking carriages. Might have been a bit of ring rust. He hasn't seen a footy field in about a year. From and the, the guy playing the piano <laughs> in the corner of the bar. Right. And the bartender. Right. The barkeep.
0: Yeah. And anyone else who stars in a fucking Western. Gareth Ellis is going to ride into town and fuck that place up. The real
1: X factor is Tim Molson. How many tries is he going to let in this time?
0: Zero, because he signed a new contract. Back to the confident Tim Molson that dominated the NRL in, in the back end of last season. And in tandem with the return of Gareth Ellis. Uh, look, I mean, you know, I don't want to say
1: 50. I don't want to say 50. But do, you remember the, 50. do you remember the statistic? What was the statistic there about Tigers winning games with um, with a big source in their side versus losing games? Isn't it like they always win if he's there or almost always win if he's there and they almost always lose if he's not?
0: Well, that's true, but we do have the unstoppable force of Adam Blair in the front row, which is his preferred position.
1: His preferred position we've would got be on the Gadith, bench or, or not we've playing got at all.
0: Ellis back. Did I mention Gareth Ellis is back?
1: You did, you did.
0: And uh, can I just say, I don't want to say 50, but I'm going to have to say 50.
1: To what? Oh, not many. Fucking dreaming. 50 to 16. Fucking dreaming. You'd be lucky to win.
0: 50. That's great, Gareth.
1: Cowboys take the storm out of it, you know, they're going to take you out easily. That's great, Gareth. That is full time for episode ninety six. As always, you can interact with us on Twitter, so follow at TWI League. We're on Facebook, Facebook.com forward slash this week in league and like well we we over nine
0: hundred and fifty by the time the season's out. We want a thousand. You reckon? We
1: want a thousand. I mean we can we, wow. yeah, we tend to be able to That's a West Tigers winning the premiership type loft, lofty aspiration. Though. Hey, you know, you got you know, if you don't believe, you know, you can't achieve I was going gotta, for a manly
0: a scraping into the eight type realistic
1: <laughs> Goal Where are you? Scraping into the eight um, Now We're over 940 So realistically What we've got Like six rounds Of the premiership left Plus you know Another month of finals Plus there's got to be, You know Is there some post-season Thing happening With you know International teams Being you know Australia beating up On other countries So So there's plenty of time to do it, but we usually, we should, you can kind of do like 10 a week, so we should be able to do it by the end of the regular season, not even the finals. I like it. So, get Bring on Bring it there. on. So, like get us on up. There. Share us up. Exactly. iTunes, one new review this week, and it's a five-star review, so I'm not going to shit on it, but the title is uh, Queenslander, exclamation, exclamation, five stars, by someone by the name of uh, Abby Beckert, and uh, it just says, enough said. That'll do me. Tipping. I dropped nine places at the 44th. Wow, you are so shit at tipping. You are 80th. <laughs> <laughs> but not and as
0: it, shit as me. At the top of the table,
1: we had uh, a lot of guys staying in the same sort of position. We got Whitey; he's still on top, three wins ahead of Skinny in second position, uh, tied with it's me Cookie Bra also static in third position. The top three unchanged. Lanier, he's back into the top in, into the top five. He's tipping in, from a hospital bed. He's in fourth position. He got six last week, so uh, maybe he just got um, away teams or something. But uh, he's uh, one point. Uh, out of third and then we've got uh, Todd H1987 who remains in fifth place uh, also tied on 89 and sixth place Andrew Smyrniotis he's dropped but he's also tied on points with uh, fourth place so there's a three of them on 89 fantasy I got 1154 points with only 15 players in my side uh, and you are I went, the king of fantasy and I went 5 out of 5 for the wins and uh, I'd just like to say special hello to Trotters our mate Devonhead, who had uh, all he had to do was Isaac Luke had to get about 50 something points I think to beat me couldn't fucking do it could he nah so uh, my side Sans Gallon and Sands Justin Poor who I haven't touched for 3 weeks because I didn't change the players there you go 5 out of 5 premiership winning qualities on display you got 886 what's the deal there what's doing
0: I think I still had Paul Gallon as my captain.
1: Yeah, that's what I did too. Did you have any other players out? That accounts for like 80 points. Hmm. And you would have got a vice-captain. You probably would have had Woods or someone who... Yeah, Woods is my vice-captain.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think my excuse is I'm just not very good at fantasy rugby league anymore. Okay, so, I used to
1: fucking dominate. So in the main comp that we're both in, um, you, you did defeat another seller to side, though owned by uh, Cruzy 6 He's really shit. By seven points. So that means you are now one He's win really out of shit. yeah. Well, you were tied before this game, but now you're one one win ahead of him, and you're tied with uh, with Jono as well. He's also as shit as you So I think you're actually third last on four and against. Wow! But you're one win off the spoon. Yeah, but that's all right. So you've beaten both my of the team guys. Name,
0: what's my team name again? Undefeated.
1: Uh, undefeated. You haven't got the asterisk in there yet. Though I keep telling you though. Um, I don't
0: know if I can change it.
1: I can't. You? I, I, I'm sure I do change their name uh, on this week. Okay. Anyway, should um, endeavour to do that. Hit the shop, thisweekinleague.com forward slash shop. We got all that good shit. Yes. People have been buying too lately.
0: They have. We've had a few orders which have all gone. Yeah. Good to see. Yes. Good times. So, so uh, um, when you get your merch, post some pics on Twitter, Facebook, whatever takes your fancy. Yeah, exactly. You know,
1: show us the love. Give us a bit of love and some oil and some whipped cream. Fucking not this again. <laughs> And buy stuff from com and use the code TWIL. You won't regret it. And uh, it it'll improve your love life, life where you can use the oil and the whipped cream and our merch.
0: <sighs> See how things go around in circles?
1: Every fucking section in the show tonight. Every single one almost. Nathan, even though you are talking about all the fucking or- <laughs> <laughs> That's all we've got time for this week. See ya. See ya. Strike Strikeforce, and Mixed Martial Arts in general, make sure you listen to This Week in MMA. It's available on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and TWIMMA.com. It's out every Friday morning. It's free. Get on it. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods